0: Gentlemen, you don't have enough talent to win on talent alone. This is a bonus episode of Talent Podcast, podcast brought to you by The Wheel. We are doing hockey over-unders. We did this with football. We'll probably do it with basketball, uh, maybe cricket, some curling. Yeah. I've never... You
1: ever watched a single moment of a cricket match? No. I'm pretty sure they're called matches, right? That sounds right. It's a pitch. Oh, it is, it is isn't it? It's a scuba. That, you made that second one up. I made both of them up. Well, I thought there was something in cricket called a pitch right i think they play on a pitch they pitch the ball yeah maybe you've just been making that comment about cricket
0: i don't think in our in our friendship i don't know if i've ever made a comment about cricket until this moment i'm pretty sure yeah
1: i don't think so you i can't get you to
0: stick shut up about
1: About cricket yeah you really like it you're into like the kinky paddles they use well speaking of paddles
0: (laughs) uh talking to nhl today season opens in about a week and a half two weeks something like that yeah And uh, so we are coming to you today, similar concept to the last time, you got five over-unders, five futures, no other bets. What? I didn't get that memo. You got other bets? A lot of them. That's what you're trying to tell me. A you better lot. burn through those fuckers at the end of this podcast no, We're, we're going It's bonus, but pod. I'm going four hours at least. Once again, I have to edit <laughs> this. I don't care. I feel like pod. you don't understand that concept with this. Bonus it seems pod. like every time we record something, you're like, it's our website. We could do whatever. Forgetting that there is work to be done after I hit stop on the recording. Bonus pod.
1: <laughs> just, look, just look on the, you can see the audio file. Just look for like the long stretches
0: of nothing going on. and then Click, click, boop uh with that you want to start this fucking podcast yeah <laughs> um
1: what's up buddy sorry i got a glimpse of the your computer screen behind oh <laughs> jesus christ and the way it spiked on that
0: that's uh quite the audio file we're going <laughs>
1: oh we got, that one's even bigger
0: Hey, <laughs> right, we gotta we gotta start talking about hockey talk? you wanna go first or second uh i'll go first all right Should we start over-unders? Let's start over-unders. We'll start with over-unders. We'll go to futures after that. All right, Mike. um, I'm going to kind of break this up. This isn't the order I initially intended to talk about this in, but otherwise I'm going to start sounding like a real curmudgeon. So I'm going to start with an under. Uh, Boston Bruins, under 105 points, currently sitting at minus 113. So that is – I'll I'll tell you this for all my bets because I did the hard work here. Uh, That's a 61% points percentage. Mm -hmm. That is – you know, to, to give Boston credit, they've hit that every year since 2016, the 16-17 season. And last year, they obviously had not only 135 points, which was the most in NHL history, but they also had the highest wins in NHL history with 65 or 63, something around there. Uh, But something really important happened to them this offseason, Mike. Are you aware of this? You hear about this? You see this? Oh, uh, yeah. vaguely. Patrice, Bergelon. <laughs> Bergelon? Bergelon. <laughs> Patrice Bergeron, Bergeron, Bergeron. Patrice Bergeron retired from hockey mm-hmm. uh, last season. Thirty-one point two expected goals, thirty-one even strength points. On top of that, they lost Dmitri Orlov, Krejci, and Bert- Bertuzzi. Uh, in re- you know response to cover that, they did a, a great job. Uh, let me. I'm going to list you four people. Uh, you just scale from ninety to one hundred because we can ignore the rest of everything. You tell me how what percent of Bergeron's Production they replace with each individual player. All right, yeah. all right. So what percent of Bergeron's production is replaced? Milan Lucic. Five. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> eh, wait. He has the leadership, so I'll give him like ten. Jamie Van Riemsdyk. Five. Uh, Kevin Shattenkirk. Two. <laughs> and Morgan Geeky.
1: No, don't no, sleep on the geek. <laughs> Five. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I actually just jump in real quick. I didn't. Have the Bruins down, but I think it's because, in like the other article we're working on, with whoa, just giving away the the whole bag yeah. there, eh? Yeah. Well, I'm I'm tasked with doing one for the Bruins in there. So okay. Like, I kind of I take my time to tear them down in
0: there, so I don't want to do it here. I can see a cat right across the walk from us. I'm Chicago alley cats, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, there's almost no way that Boston, after losing. Three important depth pieces and their multi-multi-multi year captain and back-to-back Selkie winner Patrice Bergeron are going to hit a 61% points percentage. What was their number again? Uh, 100.5. 100.5. Okay. Yeah. I like. I still think maybe Boston can sneak into the playoffs. I mean, they still have Pasternak. They still have uh, Brad Marchand, who's now the captain.
1: They're top two D pairings, despite losing like Clifton and Orlov. They do still have, like, very – two very yeah. strong
0: top two pairings. Yeah. An yeah. injury on the – one of the, if one of those four get injured, though, it could cause problems. Same thing with their scoring. Pass or not goes down, their scoring's going to be hurting.
1: Yeah. I also don't know – after the playoffs, I don't know if I really trust Lena Solmark anymore.
0: No. I mean, that was such a weird season. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, you know, he's like a solid goalie, but he's not, like, that good. He's not – as good as we saw in the regular season. I mean, no goalies as good as we saw from that duo in the regular season. They were like the best goalie tandem in history when you look at like goals saved above expected and wins.
1: Yeah. That just goes back to my previous point that if like that D group gets beat up, then it will just get even worse for Allmark.
0: Yeah. So I'm taking I, this is one of those that when we were doing this, when we were starting to do research for this, I hadn't bet any futures and I haven't I didn't buy all of these futures yet. I'm still considering a couple of them. But this was an auto bet for me. Oh, I, yeah. I don't think there's any way the Bruins get to 101 points, especially in that division. It's a tough division. That yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Mike. You want to get toss a uh, one of those over under skis my way? Uh, yeah. New you Jer- want saucer me an over under ski pass? New Jersey Devils.
1: Back to you. No, I was <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. New Jersey. De- 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 there goes a bit there. De- 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 yeah. Good. There. De- de- Right, there so, the Devils, their over-under is at 104.5. I just did the math. But it's uh, 63% points percentage. Why are you hunched over so much? I don't know why, because I like reading my laptop. You can sit up. No, That's I like fine. it. fine. I kind of like this. You got a problem with it? You're like Golem. You're know, like, <laughs> my precious. <bad> <laughs> um, 63.7 points percentage. They had 112 last year, right? They turned Sharon Govich in a third into Tyler Toffoli. They traded for Colin Miller, which isn't really much. but Tyler Toffoli. Talk to goalie, but they needed someone else to put on the blue line because you they, did. You say you're taking the under or the over here? The over, okay, because they uh traded away Severson, locked down Jesper Bratt, so they're gonna have a uh, locked down Timo Meyer. I mean, that happened during the season, but. yeah, yep. So their top two lines are gonna be Hughes with Bratt and to which was
0: an excellent line last year with Bratt and Hughes, yeah, uh,
1: followed by Nico Hersher flanked by Timo Meyer and uh Mercer.
0: Yeah, I mean, I like, what is that, the left wing in both of those? Mm-hmm. Um, toys like an all-right right wing. I wouldn't want him as my top-line guy. But yeah. I think that's made up for just by how good Bratt and Hughes were together for like the first 60 games last season.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I'm a sucker for a team when they're like... With no self-esteem. Yeah, <laughs> when they're like on the up, like a, like a young team mm-hmm. that starts to break out. Um, and they got uh, that guy who's named after Anime as their goalie. Akira Schmidt, I got that down here. I'm a believer. I believe in the Schmidt. Okay. I believe his uh 20.1 save above pers- uh save above expected, save above expected in the playoffs. Which
0: um is him? Which uh model do you use for the save above expected? Which website? Um I bounced back and forth, but I'm pretty sure it ended up being Money Puck. Okay. Yeah, I just I, I want to see how consistent we are cuz I think I, I pulled all mine from Money Puck, so okay. at least we're all using the same model for that stuff. Yeah, I think I was on
1: on the train. Taking some notes, and I think I was like on my phone looking at things, and Money Puck's just easier to look at on the phone than natural yeah. yeah, so that's probably why I did it. But on the third line, they got like Hala. Oh, I like Hala. And, and Andre Pilat. And got some like. Wasn't Pilat in the top line last year at some point? Yeah, he was. He was up there. Yeah. Yeah, he was bouncing around. So I really like the talent on this team. Defense might be a bit of a question, but they got my guy
0: on defense, Luke Fucking Hughes. I oh, wasn't even who I was going to say. No, I was going to say uh, uh, Hamlin. Hamilton, Hamlin. Hamlin, Hamlin. And oh, you don't get that reference there, mind.
1: <laughs> Making a Better Call Saul reference. Yeah, Dougie Hamilton? Yeah. Teaching people how to Dougie? Um, so, yeah, I really like this. I think they are – I think, like, the 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 Meyer deal, the Topoli deal, they're going for it. They yeah. got a great coach in Lindy Ruff. I don't see a reason why they couldn't. They They didn't want – I mean, past success does not determine future success. We understand that but I think this team is even better than last year. And last year they did 104 or 112.
0: So I think getting to 105 is easy. Yeah. I mean, that'd be a pretty precipitous drop in their points percentage, Although I did just give out the Bruins dropping 35 points from where they were last year. Yeah. But like that's
1: outlier because of like so much upheaval that, that
0: actually makes sense. Like they're, um, also, just pure outlier. I mean, you're hitting 135 points in a season is right. Tell. I mean, it's like you know, Golden State winning 73 games. That there's a reason it doesn't happen every few seasons. Yeah, like I'm shocked. That my, I'm, uh, 100.5 for the Bruins isn't
1: crazy, but um, this but is because it is like that. Also goes to not to go back to the Bruins, but it is wild to see that the team that set that record last year only projected to get 100 points now, and they're plus 1700 for the Stanley Cup.
0: Yeah. Well, I wonder what they were going into the playoff last mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Devils are a plus 1100. Yeah.
1: So I really like the Devils in my first team. Hmm. Oh, I also forgot to mention that it is wrong article. Minus 115. Okay. So basically
0: even. Yeah. I mean, if, like as even as you get on a sports book. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. It was both ways. I feel, like, I feel like FanDuel loves to do the minus 113, minus 113. Which yeah, bo- they do. Both ways, the implied odds there are like 51.3% or something like that. Oh, go. Okay. I don't know why. I mean, like, you know, it's the VIG. You're paying that minus 13 VIG, basically. Yeah. That 1% VIG. But what's the VIG? <laughs> what is that from? Sunny. Yeah. Uh, You got any more thoughts on the Devils? You ever shout at them? I do. Yeah. I'm
1: from my window at night. Uh, oh, I also put down that related to this, um, go ahead. Not only do I think they're going to be over the 104, I'd also go ahead and slam Devils
0: over 110 or more at plus 162 so that's wait oh okay yeah See, i was getting confused by the numbers last year because they were they were 112 points last year right yeah yeah okay that's what i was getting confused about i thought they were like over under 112 and i'm like why can you get more money for 110 plus Uh oh yeah yeah Yeah. can you you can bet up to what 120 plus on there or is that 110 the highest bracket you can go into Uh, you can go 120 yeah would you bet anyone at that this season Uh, no yeah me either that's a lot that's a lot of fucking points man all right am i good to go my turn yeah talk got a i'm gonna go kind of back to back on related ones here um obviously with you interrupting me in the middle of them sorry um first off another under here washington capitals under 85 and a half at minus 111 is i it's a puny number you know that's a 52 percent points percentage especially with fake nhl scoring where Losing an overtime gives you a point. But last season they had eighty points. That is kind of shocking, right? Like I remember them being like in the playoff hunt vaguely and they had eighty points by the end of the season. Um
1: I feel like by Christmas it was kinda of like, yeah, not happening. Maybe, yeah, maybe. maybe Christmas is a little early. Maybe by, by trade
0: deadline it was for that's sure. You're like, yeah, yeah, maybe Christmas was a little early by December twenty sixth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'd say you know. Uh so once again, that's fifty two percent points percentage which is just slightly above a 500, and I don't think this is a 500 team. I mean, if you go through and look at their stats from last year, they're basically like the 17th to 20th 20th best team in every phase. Mm -hmm. Um, Expected goals, 49.7... Or expected goals percentage, 49.77. So, just under average. Corsi, 49.79, just under average. Finwick, 49.55, just under average. Minus 8 goal differential, minus 1.68 goal differential, 17th ranked shooting percentage. I mean, they're literally just under average in every single phase of the game. Alex Ovechkin's going to be a year older. Uh, Last season, he was still playing 20 fucking minutes a night, which is insane because he can't move anymore i mean they'll like you know when he's on defense he's just he just kind of sits there at the blue line uh they sign max patchy ready who is also an old fuck they lost no one i mean no one really um it's uh worth noting mm-hmm. that because of how bad their defense is their goalie tandem is just screwed no matter what Darcy Kemper had a save percentage of 9.52. I forgot Kemper was there. That's right. <laughs> 9.52 save percentage. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Still allowed 154 goals. Oof. Yeah. How many shots did he face? Yeah. I would have to look into that. That's uh, 9.52 on unblocked shots. Uh, okay. way, but Oh, on unblocked shots. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, he just that's what I'm saying. Like, he just faced a shitload of shots. Yeah. And then Charlie Lindgren was bad. Minus 3.9 goals saved underexpected. He was the 42nd ranked goalie. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the thesis my argument is that you're you can bet the over under five and a half points above what they got to last year, and they've gotten a year worse. I mean, unless you think Patchi is somehow worth five points, no, yeah,
1: I don't think so. They they are they're like the antithesis of they just scream like average hockey team to me. Yeah, they're yeah.
0: Uh, they're just like an average hockey team. Ovi's getting a year older. That team just exists to get Ovechkin goals, which is yeah. fine. That's all you need. You got your cup. Yeah. That's all you need to exist for.
1: So yeah. You don't need to win games. So I'm going to cut in here for a second with – because I have like – I know we said five and five, but I have way more than five written down in the future – other futures. So I'm going to throw one in here real quick that okay. I've got down. Uh, Ov over under 40.5 goals, minus 113 either way. He had 42 last year. He is now 38.
0: You going to tell me which way you're betting that or – I was going to see what you would say. I, I'm, I'm taking the under. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like you said, 38 years old, he already isn't moving at all. Yeah. That's entirely dependent on Backstrom and power plays, though.
1: Right. That's what everybody says. It's like, oh, it doesn't matter how old he is. He just, like, posts up at that point. Yeah. And just,
0: like, just climber at one-time uh, clappers. If they're in, like, the top 10% of power plays, because he'll go out there for all two minutes of the power play. Mm-hmm. So, if they're in the top 10%, I think he breaks that. If they're in the bottom 10%, I don't think he does. Yeah, that would be... That'd be that would be some uh, impressive shit. I don't even... I'm trying to think of a player. I will point out, uh, Ovi does, is scoring about uh, 0.57 goals a game. Mm-hmm. So, it's it's 42, you said? No, it he scored 42 last year. His over-under this year is 40 and a half. So, if he's scoring 0.57, that would be about 79 games. So, if he plays 79 games, I guess, he, he probably did. breaks it. Maybe like 78, something around there.
1: Yeah. In 2000 and... Eleven so Yarm y- Yarm Yar Yarmir Yarm, Yarm, Yager Yarmir Yager at the age of thirty nine only scored nineteen goals in seventy three games. But keep in mind that I was gonna say he was out of the NHL, but it's not like he wasn't playing hockey. He was playing hockey overseas in that time.
0: My god, he played for so long. He's still going overseas. Yeah. <laughs> so um, so I just pulled this up. Most NHL goals after age thirty five in a season. Mm-hmm. Can you name – do you think you can name any of the top five? I'll tell you this. The most goals scored after the age of 35 in an NHL season was 50 goals in 77 games. Who scored it? 50 goals in 77 games and he was held? What? You said it's post-35? Post-35. Oh, it's probably Ovi. Yeah. Yeah. Then uh, he's also number four with 42 goals in 73 games yeah he's uh the second oldest player
1: it looks like to have a 40 goal season at 37 when he had 42 uh the oldest player to break the 40 goal mark was Gordy Howe yeah I was in looking 1968. at that 68 yeah the great one he was 40.
0: One. Mr. Hockey Mr. Hockey yeah. Greatest all-around player <laughs> Greatest all-around player All right, Mike You want to you wanna throw another over-under Now that we've killed a lot of time <laughs> Googling people over the age of 35? I thought you said you had a back-to-back thing Didn't you? I said you were going to go in the middle Oh, okay, gotcha You're trying to be funny Key
1: emphasis on the word trying <laughs> I was about to say Trying <laughs> uh, All right Next up Gave an over Now I'm going to get an, <laughs> give, give an under hitting
0: <laughs> overs Hitting unders We're
1: going to get sued my MGM by Big Cock Fox? By Big Cock Fox. <laughs> um, Florida Panthers, 98.5 points. I could do the point percentage real fast, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Why are you unlocking your phone then? Uh, I don't know. Why am I unlocking my phone? Uh, 98.5. I'm taking the under at minus 120. Uh, I just did the math in my head. That's about a 60% point percentage. Did you? Yeah, I did. I just did it in my head. In your head. <laughs> In your all right, Uh so last year obviously they just squeaked into the playoffs at ninety two points. I loved the vibes. A little squeaker. I was I was riding that the Florida Panther vibe train. You were all you playoffs. were in on it so much earlier than I was. Yeah, I loved it, but it's back to reality, people. <laughs> well, there goes gravity. <laughs> exactly. Uh the is skewing older. It's really not you think of like I think some people would be like, Oh yeah, you know like Kachuk must have like a you know a young, fun team and Barkov's like, like
0: twenty seven, isn't he?
1: Yeah, this not a lot of. They're they're skewing older. Yeah. Um, Ekblad, Todd Forsberg, yeah, he's like thirty nine. Ekblad, forty two. Ekblad, fifty. <laughs> Every time I <like> say his <laughs> Ekblad, Montour, and Matty Kachuk all coming off injuries. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure Montour and Ekblad for sure won't be ready to start the season. Yeah. Um, not sure about Kachuk. They made these like duct tape roster moves. And signing, like, Oliver ekman
0: Larson, Dmitry Kulikov, Morgan Riley. Yeah, they really bought their own bullshit. Yeah. This is, like, what, the second or third straight year, or maybe, like, three out of the last five years, where a team has fluked their way into the Stanley Cup final, and then everyone went, well, now they're a contender. Yeah. Like, the Canadians, how long did it take the Canadians to go from Stanley Cup final to first pick in the draft? Two seasons? Yeah. Yeah. It was fast. Yeah.
1: wildly fast wildly uh, fast um,
0: and it's not even can't wait for the Arizona Coyotes to play in the Stanley Cup Finals here oh god it's not even
1: like I don't even it may be part of them buying their, into their own bullshit but also maybe the fact that they just didn't they don't have money to spend
0: yeah would They're, you have their cap space in front of you no I can
1: pull it up real quick while I'm making this point but like they had to trade away Anthony DeClaire yeah to clear up some cap space yeah. he's poor guy's now playing in San Jose feel huh. bad for him um so like there wasn't James really, the gay hater Rhymer. Yeah. There wasn't uh really much that they could do, especially when you consider they're still paying like as much as he was, you know, a monster for the the eastern portion of the, of their playoff run. Got totally spanked in the cup finals. Uh they're still paying a very a old Bob Rosky a lot of fucking money. Yeah, it's ten million, isn't it? Yeah, something yeah, I believe so, or nine. Like something ridiculous. And they just didn't have money to spend. So I'm not feeling good about the Panthers of Florida, their cap number. Do we have any idea when is. Spencer Knight's going to be back? Who? Spencer Knight. So that that is like a big question. I I have no idea. Oh, I thought you had even, a revelation here. No, that is a
0: big question, and yes, tomorrow. <laughs>
1: and uh, even when he does come back, there's a question of like, is he good? Yeah, or like, how do they move him back into things? They're just going to throw him to the wolves, and he's going to be like the, the the go-to starter, or. Yeah. Kind of slowly getting back in there to see what he looks like. They have um, Cap Friendly uh, has them their project projected cap space currently at uh, minus 25,000. Negative 25,000. That's not a lot of money to sign people. No, you do not have a lot of money to sign people. Um, you can't sign people on credit, unfortunately.
0: Tell that to Robin Lanier. Oh.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, um, I have no reason to think that a team that is in no way better than last year would somehow score or somehow win enough games to end up with seven more points than they did last year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of my argument with the Capitals. Exactly. That you're like, I don't know what this team supposedly did that added five more points to their schedule. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty good one. I like that. You got any more thoughts on that?
1: Uh, yeah. I did have the point. Sergei is, uh, Bob is 35.
0: I'm trying to how it is.
1: And I, I literally wrote, they really need Knight to bounce back. That team is over. so much
0: older than you think they are. All right, Mike, next up. Got another under for you, and then I'll I'll try to be positive after that. that, (laughs) I'll try. Somehow still be in I'll try. (laughs) I'll try my damnedest.
1: You'll be like, I'm taking the over, but it's unlikely. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: You'll like this one, though. Mike, Pittsburgh Penguins under (laughs) 97.5.
1: I do like that one. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: 59.7% points percentage. So that would be an over 500. Although, once again, 500 is fake in the NHL because of the loser point. I wonder if there's been any team to actually go 42, 42, and zero, zero 42, 42, and zero. <laughs> um, 91 points last season. They're the oldest team in the NHL with an average age of 31.1. Crosby, 36 Evgeny Malkin, 37, Chris Letang, 35. And guess who they added to the lineup? 33 year old Carlson. He's only 33. Yeah. Wow. There's a lot of mileage on that 33 year old. Still old though. Yeah. It is old. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, you might be saying, people want to come play for Pittsburgh. It's a destination in hockey. They get to go play with Crosby, who is a hero to young Canadian men everywhere. Uh, they currently have negative $79,000 in cap space. Negative how much you said? 79000 Wow. And they obviously added Eric Carlson's contract that is huge. Yeah. Biggest in the NHL, right? Or biggest defenseman in the biggest NHL. Biggest
1: defenseman contract in the NHL. I know that this isn't how it happens, but when a team comes up with a negative cap space that's just, like, something, like, arbitrary, like, 25,000 for the Panthers or 79,000, it makes you think that, like, someone in the office just, like, did their math wrong.
0: Yeah. It's, like, (laughs) so, like, slightly, like, over the cap. It's like when you would do math problems and then you would go look at the answer key and you would be like, that's not even close. What the fuck did I do (laughs) wrong? (laughs) Uh, Also worth pointing out, their goaltender, Tristan Jari, injury-prone guy. I mean, he's solid. Like, he's okay. He's decent. It's not bad. Uh, But he's injury prone and they just paid him a massive contract 10 million a year yeah when we talked
1: like during the uh when free agency was hot and heavy over the summer and we were talking about it a lot on the podcast i think i was very negative about that contract did not like it
0: no because like the guy can't stay on the ice yeah he played 47 games last year and it was his highest total in like six years and is he never mind i think like he's probably one of those you, you, you know how old he is uh he's he's not as old as you think he's like 28 29
1: yeah I think I remember looking him up and being like every time I do I'm always surprised I think he's like every year I'm like he's like what 34
0: (laughs) you know who they signed as the backup there who the goaltender take a wild guess I'll tell you that this is uh someone who played who's only ever played in the east only ever played in the east yeah got waived last year
1: Barlamov, Alex Nedelkovich. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I do
0: remember saying that was interesting. They took a flyer on Nadelkovich for cheap. Yeah, they took a flyer on him for cheap, but he hasn't proven that he's a you know, NHL goaltender. That that Calder season though. Yeah, but that, yeah, Carolina is such a fucking smart team. They must have seen something in practice. Because he gets like third or fourth runner up for the Calder on Carolina, and they immediately turn around and ship him to Detroit. Then he oh, gets like right. third and fourth runner up for the Calder again, and then he was terrible. 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 There's some fucking smart ass hockey minds in Carolina.
1: Yeah, and it wasn't like he was, it wasn't like his numbers dropped to the point where you were like, oh, he's struggling. They fell off a fucking cliff.
0: Yeah. 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 It's not like he was like, oh, he's 901 save percentage, you know, like. goals allowed average. It was like, oh, we can't play this guy. Like, we would have better luck going empty net with an extra defenseman on the ice. Yeah. So, yeah. Penguins under 97.5 minus 108 currently. All right. Getting better odds than uh, even – or getting better odds than FanDuel even, I should say. Yeah. Mike, next pick. Next over under. You got another one for me? You got one over this? Going with another under. Man, we are
1: just downers today. Under the boardwalk. Uh, San Jose Sharks. I know I'm really just, you know, kicking. hammering them, man. Yeah. Um, 65 and a half.
0: I'm still going under at minus 111. You can bet them to be the worst team in the NHL, also at like plus 120.
1: That's a good bet. Yeah. Because I, they're, they're over under a set at like basically a 40% point percentage. I'm like, mm, too high. <laughs> we need to go lower. This is the worst roster in the league. There's no hockey roster. In, in a league that includes the Arizona Coyotes, this is still, by far and away, the worst hockey roster in the league. They is that add- where
0: Fantilli ended up? Why can we never remember where Fantilli ended up? No, didn't really Fantilli end up in – he's in Anaheim, right? We just had this conversation yesterday. He's not. He's not? No. Oh, no, he's in
1: Columbus. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you keep doing that. Uh that. Is it Leo Carlson? No. Yeah, Leo Carlson. Leo, up,
0: Leo, yeah. Car- Leo Carlson's in Stand Arizona? Up. What did you say?
1: He's in San Jose. Fuck's sake. Go ahead. Just keep talking. Okay. Uh, they had 60 points last year. They're definitely not six points
0: better. Leo Carlson's in Anaheim. Oh. Wait, who the Sharks take? Didn't they draft that older guy? <laughs> like that Like that, that really bad, bad guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they drafted um, the nemesis of Chris Rock. Will Smith. Yeah. That is right. Yeah, that still doesn't help them. <laughs> they also, with they also, the 26 pick, drafted Quinton Musty. Ooh, what a gross name. Yeah. That man's Musty. Uh,
1: oh, he played in Sudbury? He played for the Sudbury Wolves. <laughs> <laughs> so, last season, we finally got the end of the Timo Mayer, are they, Like, when are they finally going to ship him out drama. Mm-hmm. They got Carlson drama done. So, basically, this year, we can look forward to when are they finally going to trade Thomas Too much. Tomas, who's 29, making 8.1 million dollars for the next seven years, and has a modified no-trade clause that kicks in in 2025. Did you know? Uh, everything. Alexander Barbanov scored 32 goals last season for the San Jose Sharks. I would have guessed that no one scored 32 goals for the exactly. San Jose. Exactly. Uh, he's also 29 in the last year of his last year of his deal. Um, they have goalie pairings of Capo Kakinen and Mackenzie Blackwood. Not much choice. You know, and then. You're not a big McKinsey Blackwood guy. No, I'm not, and I'm pretty sure people could name the entire, like all of this, like U.S. Supreme Court justices before they could name a single D pairing in San Jose. Oh fuck. Does Quentin Musty play defense? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say Quentin Musty, uh, Supreme Court justice. <laughs> so yeah, uh, minus one eleven.
0: I'm hammering the Sharks under. I'm literally scrolling through their draft trying to find a single defensive prospect that I even recognize. Why? Why prospects? No, uh, because I said the prospects page. Oh god. Okay. These fuckers don't draft goalies at all.
1: These fuckers. Well, goalies also get drafted. Usually drafted late.
0: Yeah, but they're not drafting them at all. Maybe that's why they're running out there with McKinsey Blackwood. And Capo. Kakinen. What team do you associate McKinsey Blackwood with? The Devils. Yeah, me too. How long yeah. do you play there? No idea. What about Capo Kakinen? The Wild. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Look at that. Is that just reasons he biased? It seems like they were no. on those teams recently. Yeah,
1: not too long ago. And I also feel like they were the teams that they were on and people are like, oh, they might work out. And I was like, nope.
0: It's kind of like, what's you're in a association. That's got to be Detroit, right? Yeah. Even though he was drafted by Carolina and he's played for like seven other teams last year. Yeah, you definitely think Detroit. Yeah. What about Taylor Hall?
1: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. He's bounced around so much. Yeah. I guess the Bruins, but that was just because it was recent. He definitely wasn't at his, the peak of his powers there.
0: Yeah. But, I feel like this is a much more like thing in football because of the franchise tag. Where mm-hmm. like you always associate a player with like their first team. And are like Terrell Owens and played on like 11 teams. Yeah. I feel like people, when people but, think T.O., they think either Eagles from that
1: one year. Yeah. With all the drama afterwards or Cowboys. I think, I think Eagles. I think a lot of people probably think 49ers. I don't think as many people, I think you'd be surprised.
0: What's the weirdest team you played for? Like, it feels like... He played for Buffalo. (laughs) Yeah, I know. But I know that because you're my buddy. Yeah. But it feels like if we found out that Terrell Owens played for, like, Detroit, Uh. it wouldn't blow my mind, but I'd be like, I have no memory of that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, that's basically, like, Adrian Peterson's entire ladder of his career.
0: Yeah, I know. We have this conversation. Like, every once in a while when we play Immaculate Gridiron, and I'll send you my thing, and I'll have, like, Adrian Peterson down for, like, Detroit and New Orleans, and he'll be like, I did not know he was on either one of those teams. Yeah. All right, we've gone off the rails, Adam. Have we? Yeah. This is not the Adrian Pierce podcast? It is not. I need you to get back on the rails. Oh, okay. It's my turn? It is your turn. Uh, all right, I'll hit you with my uh, my over here, my Ouvre. Oeuvre. Which cool. is French for egg. Your Kelly Ouvre. He just got signed somewhere. Hmm. Good for him. Carolina Hurricanes, over 105.5 points, minus 120. Don't love the juice on it, just because, you know, I'd like to get that minus 113, that sweet, sweet, sweet minus 113. points percentage. Last year, 113 points. Mike, last year, they had the highest expected goals, highest expected goals differential, and the lowest opponent shooting percentage. And that's not a fluke. That's 82-game sample size. They were just playing out their fucking gourds. The only major free agent they lost is Max Pacioretty, who I would say didn't have a huge impact on their playoff run like depth scoring you lost not a big deal but in return they added uh dimitri orlov and michael Bunting.
1: like both those moves
0: i like both those moves yeah. like i get michael Bunting has added issues but you put that guy on the third line he'll score 25 goals oh yeah he'll score 30 goals flank him next to a good He'll center. score 45 goals <laughs> he'll score 60 goals he'll <laughs> score 75
1: goals uh yes flank him next to a good center and you'll get some good depth scoring out of him
0: Dimitri Orlov played great for Boston, so that's another good addition. Yeah. there's something to be said about the fact that Michael Bunting is a dirty player. That's a good thing to have on your team. Yeah. I like, mean, he'll well, go out there and lay the lumber into someone's back. Yeah,
1: I mean, Milan Lucic just made a fucking career out of it, so.
0: Yeah, and look at his big-ass schnoz. <laughs> yeah.
1: How has no one broken that thing yet? And you're saying, like, has- all, all, all the scraps he get, gets in, you think?
0: i go for a scrap. Yeah. <laughs> I had some the, I had some note in here about Milan Lucic, and so now I can't remember why. <laughs> Did, did Boston sign him? Is that why I know? You literally said it earlier. I couldn't remember. I just remember his name was involved in something. Yeah. It was Boston.
1: Yeah. Um. Pop filter giving you any problems, bud.
0: <laughs> my mic is my <laughs> my XLR cable is super taut. Um. It's also worth noting they brought back their goal pairing duo, which isn't the strongest goal pairing duo in the the world, but with Ron Moore's whole like offensive, like just get down there and shell the opposing goalie. It's not like they're getting a ton of shot pressure on those guys, anyways. Yeah. They have great defenders. They brought back uh, NXT uh, NXT's own Tony D'Angelo for another season of problematic hockey.
1: I forgot they did that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just it's one of those teams that's just like they got studs everywhere. Yeah, Sveshnikov.
1: Well, one of the best, one of the most well-rounded teams. Yeah, in the NHL. Yeah, Anderson had a good playoff too and a good season last yeah. year.
0: He, he he's, a, he's a good goalie. I mean, like, he's not a bad goalie.
1: Yeah, but he's not going to... Like, you couldn't see him willing a subpar team by himself to the playoffs or
0: something? Um,
1: hold on. Plus, I mean, they got... I'm my, curious about what their defensive pairings projected
0: to be. They got my boy, Kochekov, downloading, incoming. So, Slavin and Brent Burns are still the top two. Mm-hmm. Um. It looks like they have... That, I mean, look, that's that's some defensive depth. Their uh, third pairing is going to be Orlov and D'Angelo. That's what it's projected to be right now. That's their third? Who's their second pairing? Uh, Skedgy. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you're done. And Pesky. Brett Pesky? Pesky. Pesky. Let me, I'm try this. S-K-J-E-I. Yeah. I spell yeah. It right now. Right. Brady Skedgy. Mm-hmm. And then, like, also, it's just one of those, like, fuck's sake guys this their special teams ridiculous mm-hmm. power play units Svechnikov Aho uh, Seth Jarvis Tony D'Angelo Brent Burns second power play unit they have Michael Bundy Martin Martin Natchez Tara Vinen Dmitry Orlov it's just a fucking stack team man do I you mean, like it like I didn't I didn't write it down because they were they, the odds were too short but it's not a bad Stanley Cup bet
1: no no I don't think so and they act they kind of like Broke through a wall last year after having, like, three straight years of really good regular seasons and then getting bounced in the mm-hmm. first or second. They made a, a good run last year, plus 480 to have 120 more points. Do you love them that much?
0: No, I just don't no. like the 120-point marker. No, it's a big oh, – I I And they're not in an easy division. Yeah. Although it did get a little easier. All right. But they, uh, they also have a huge advantage at coach that a lot of other teams don't have. That is, Rob Brendamore could beat up anyone in the NHL.
1: He looks like
0: a If for some reason your coach needs to fight someone, I'm taking Brendamore before just about anyone else. Is there any coach you would take in a fist fight about Brendamore?
1: Uh Gerard Gallant looks crazy.
0: Yeah. That's kind of my like argument with Rick Tockett. Yeah. It's like he has nothing to lose.
1: I think Bruce Cassidy would just be at the bottom of the dog pile again the shit kicked at him. Yeah. Uh, I I'm sorry, Bruce. I don't think
0: you could really hold yourself. He's like the Mike McDaniel of. Yeah, hockey. exactly.
1: <laughs> Do you see that 40 by McDaniel?
0: What? Oh, when he sprints on oh, Yeah, I, sorry, that I, yeah, I <laughs> saw that when I was watching it live. That's, that's what I did at the bar. Oh, yeah. You yeah. Pulled, a, pulled a McDaniel. I pulled a McDaniel. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We should really go through real quick and comment on these about if you would take it the opposite direction. So while you're typing some stuff there, Mike, Mm -hmm. uh, you take in Hurricanes over 105.5 points at minus 120. Would you take that? Over 105 at minus 120, yeah. All right. Would you take Bruins under 100.5 at minus 113? Yeah. Would you take uh, the Capitals at under 85.5 at minus 111? What's the over? 85.5. Like the odds if you take the over? Uh, probably minus 117. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll go under on that one as well. And then uh, would you take the Penguins under 97.5 at minus 108? Yeah, I'm super anti. You don't have to sell me on that one. <laughs> I'm super anti. I have I one more, penguins. but it's it's your turn there, buddy. Okay. There, your turn there, good buddy. I was just looking up real quick. 10 Uh, Yep. I was
1: just making sure what I was about to say was right. Yeah, on, the only team that got over yeah it 120 was, was, it was Boston, Boston and then the Knights and
0: Knights were 111
1: Leafs were 111 yeah and then Canes were 113 and Devils were 112 so yeah. there was only other four other teams that got over the 110 mark and so. there's
0: you know the whole argument to be made is that there's only so many points that can go around right like mm-hmm. there's a maximum number of points that get scored in the NH well there's an exact number because yeah. you have the same numbers of wins and losses although I guess <laughs> overtime losses so there's not an exact number but there's only so many points that can be scored uh-huh. Um. So, if someone scores 135, that's going to take away from everyone else's points. But I think, in reality, that took away from the bottom of the field because so many teams were tanking to try to get badad. That's
1: true. Yeah. All right. So, my next one. I don't feel great about it. I'm getting a little risky. I'm going against – I think I'm going against math on this by – Flashing a nipple or two? By believing them, yeah. Seattle Kraken. 90 and a half.
0: Don't take the over.
1: Taking the over (laughs) at minus 113. They had All twenty two. All right, so let's get let's get this out of the way. They had an unreal goal scored above expected in a stupid shooting percentage. Isn't
0: it so annoying now that you don't get to just be like, you know, what team was fun last year was the Kraken? Like you have to yeah you have to clarify everything about the Kraken with shooting percentage. Yeah. Team shot twelve percent.
1: Right, I mean, they they had the the best shooting percentage in the league last year. But, yeah, yeah, by far. I mean, and, it was
0: like two or three percentage points higher than number two.
1: And I'm pretty sure they had the highest goals above expected. Yeah, because right. that's kind of a shooting percentage. Yeah. Data, I guess. So yeah. a lot of people look at that and be like, it was a lot of luck last year. There's the Minnesota Vikings, of yeah, of the NHL. But I'm buying in. Okay, an interesting I noticed. interesting thing I noticed was, you know how like they have those um, those like graphs, and then it will be like a. It'll be cut into four. Mm-hmm. The quadrant. The yeah. four quadrants. And then it would be like good, bad. High event, low event. It is, I think it's like good, bad, boring. Yeah. And fun or whatever. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Good, bad, high event, low event. Because yeah. low event's boring. So high th- event's fun. this
1: one I saw had him just on the line in the middle where they were right in the middle of quadra- the two quadrants on the bottom, which had him right up boring and good. Which I think is a good sign. <laughs> if you're going for the over. Because you know who else? was on that line Bruins the Las Vegas Knights Uh. (laughs) and they won the Stanley cup. (laughs) So
0: it seems more like correlation, not causation. Yeah.
1: 26 lowest expected goals against too. So I know, and they're also one of those teams where,
0: wait, wait, goals scored above expected against or
1: lowest expected goals against just in general. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I know there's one of those teams where you think they're, they'd be younger than they are. They're really not. Uh, but they didn't they even have Shane Wright in play last year, all right? Imagine if, like, Bernier didn't have, like, old men on his line. Yeah. Like, he blanks the line with Eberly and, like, McCann's only 27, so I'm just being mean. But, like, I don't know. And My biggest worry in taking the over is I am i don't – I'm not buying into Philip Grubauer. I'm not a Grubes oh, guy. Martin Jones. Definitely not a Martin Jones guy. Um,
0: How dare you? Philip Grubauer won a Vezina.
1: That's true. But – I don't know. And I also think we're we're going to see – I think we're starting to see the, the weakening of the West. Yeah. In my opinion. So, well, maybe not. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're going to start – because I think eventually the Oilers are going to have to break things up. Not this year, though. But – and then eventually we're going to be looking at, like, four good teams in the West and then the Kraken on the
0: rise. I do kind of feel like that's what we had last year, too, though. I mean, like, I, couldn't you see a few years down the road where it's, like, Kraken – and Los Angeles are like the two best teams in the West. Yeah. Yeah. That's understandable. I still don't, I'm still not taking the bet though. I
1: know. I knew, I, I think you mentioned him yesterday.
0: The whole ship's built out of second line. Yeah. I mean, they're like kind of fun to watch because it's, you know, they're just like every shot has like a way higher percent chance of going in last year. But it, wait, did you say 90 and a half or 95 and a half, 90 and a half. Okay. That's actually pretty low. What's the points percentage on that? You got it written down there, buddy.
1: I started to, and I I stopped. 165
0: by 164. 55. Yeah, it's not bad. Slightly over. I know. I, I, like I, like you said, I'm not comfortable with it, but I don't hate it. What's the juice on it? The juice? Yeah. Is it worth the squeeze? The big? It's, it's minus one, 113.
1: Okay. So this is one that was basically it's like. It's FanDuel even. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I no not you know. You know me. I'm a sucker for the vibes, and McCracken got the vibes.
0: You know that they're the only hockey team named after a rum?
1: I don't think it's a rum. Is it not? No. Well, it is a rum, but I don't think it's their name after. I was going like, to do the thing where I'm
0: super like serious and don't sell your joke, but then I fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> Go next. What's your last one? Um, another under, because I'm a curmudgeon. New York Islanders under 91.5 at minus 108. Uh, so 56% points percentage. 93 points last season, so it is a decrease from last season's points. I like this team got so much press for the Barzels Horvat line or lines. Bo Horvat, after getting traded there, which also, Bo, Bo Horvat, talk about a guy who's older than you think. I think 20, he's 30. He's not 30. Might be 29 then. Maybe, yeah. But 16 points in 30 games after the trade. That's points, not goals. 16 points in 30 games. 8.5 AAV through 2031. 8.5 million. Yeah, I got that. I was uh, what I was thinking about. So they're paying this guy second line center, all star kind of caliber money. Mm-hmm. And he's not scoring a point a game. He's not even close to a point a game. Yeah, so that stretch there, he was at uh, half a point a game for him. Just under, or just over half a point just a, a game. O- yeah. Over half a point a game. But that, that's the other thing about it. Like, right. Like, he should be getting more than that because there's just no there, no, no, else on a, no one else for offense on that team.
1: Yeah. I well, mean, if you think of it this way, if that's the same pace he plays all year, that's a lot of money for a guy who's going to give you 41 points. 44 points. <laughs> points. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then uh, Matt, the show, Barzell, mm-hmm. 32 even strength points in 58 Ooh. games, uh, 10% shooting, and only got 14 goals. Got that cracking level shooting. Got the cracking level shooting and only put in 14 fucking goals. Oh yeah, you mentioned this to me yesterday. Like, how is that possible? Put the puck in the fucking net, Matt yeah. Barzell. Yeah. What are you doing? You're just skating out there with your thumb up your ass? All right, maybe he's maybe they're doing a lot of the uh, screen
1: the goalie shit, and so a lot of his shots just become tippins. But still, he's a sinner.
0: Yeah. Why are you not throwing the puck in the net sometimes? How many assists did he have? Thirty-two even strength points, fifty-eight games. Okay. Never mind. Uh, goaltending. Absolutely saves this team. So if you get anything less than Vesna level goaltending, and Mike, what's the one thing we know about goaltending? It is uh there's a lot of variance. Yeah, yeah. Variance year to year. Their goaltending minus 36.5 goals against above expected. Dear God. That means that Ilya Sorokin <laughs> created negative 36 goals for that team. That is a huge swing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The, and this team is, like, it's a house of cards. It's one injury away, and that injury is Ilya Sorokin. Yeah. It doesn't matter who your backup is. If it's not Sorokin, that team's not making the playoffs. That team's not hitting 90 points. That team would be lucky to hit 88, 87 points.
1: It backups Semyon Varlamov. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Who, once again, is fine. He, 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 I think he's a good, like... He's a good NHL backup. Yeah, he's a good, like, Sorokin needs a rest. Yeah. yeah. He's, like, one of those, like, stopgap guys that you could see playing, like, two seasons in fucking Vegas, like, Mm. behind whoever their, like, 1A goalie is. Or, like, a season and a half in Dallas if they needed to flip him if if, uh, Ottinger got hurt or something like Mm. that. But he's not, like, a starter. And so Sorokin pulls a hammy. That team's screwed, man. I mean, they're not scoring enough. Bo Horvat's not playing up to – to what they're paying him. Matt Barzell isn't paying up, playing up to what they're paying him. I gotta look at Bo Horvat's age because he is definitely older than you mm-hmm. think he is. And going forward after this 28 year. Years old. 28 years old?
1: Yeah. yeah. Going forward after this year, once his extension kicks in, Sorokin will be 10% of their cap.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so th- they're paying just a shitload of money to those three guys Horvat, Barzell, and Sorokin. And if two of those guys aren't to the caliber of the money, they're not just screwed this year. They're screwed for a few years. Yeah. What was the number again? 93 points last season,
1: 91.5. Uh, 91.5. So you're going under?
0: Under. Minus 108. Ooh. I don't know.
1: Not taking that one? Just because of the, the the Sorokin factor. I feel like he could pull them to 92 points.
0: Yeah. That's, that's the thing, right? Like, if that team plays the same it did last year and Sorokin mm-hmm. plays the same he did last year, that team will probably surpass its point total. Yeah. But if anything happens to Sorokin, that team's not passing up that point total. It's Game over. It's it's one injury. That team is a one-injury away team from being completely screwed. Packing a lip there, bud?
1: <laughs> I'm getting ready for the rant I'm about to go on about my next team. Uh,
0: is this your last over-under?
1: Yeah. Fucking hit it. Hit it and quit it, bud. Before I say the team. Fruita. 92.5 points. 92.5? Mm-hmm. Slamming the over. Buffalo. Minus 111. Buffalo <laughs> savers. Let's go. All right. 91 points last year, Adam. 91 points. They're a measly point away from making the playoffs. And they think my boys can't get two more points. <laughs> what are you talking about here? All right. That's two more overtime losses. Yeah, exactly. And keep this in mind. Last year we did that with, like, only three competent defensemen and no goaltending. All right. This year we bring I in have, I
0: have a note about uh, Ukapeka Lukakanen later. Lukakkanen. <laughs>
1: This year we bring in Eric Johnson, we bring in Connor Clifton, I'm a huge Connor Clifton guy, Devin fucking Levi. Trust
0: me, I know Devin Levi. I God. have him in this little thing called Dynasty.
1: Yes. Uh, all that out. All right. We, did I put those numbers in here? Maybe not. Um, I'm all over the place today, aren't I? Hey, bud. Oh, yeah, here it is. So we had the number five and 14th ranked lines In the NHL last season by expected goals. Okay,
0: I was about to ask by what metric.
1: Obviously, number five was our top line. Mm -hmm. And then 14 was the Cousins-Quinn-Paterico line. All right. We scored the fourth most five-on-five goals in the league last year and still ended up with a negative seven-point goal differential because our goaltending was such shit. Um, But imagine what we can do with improved defense and goaltending. And here's another thing I haven't even mentioned yet. All right. This little thing's starting. They do it for the season. It's called training camp.
0: You know? Never heard of it. Can you yeah. explain the concept to
1: me? So it's either the camp where they train. <laughs> and uh-huh. At these training camps, a lot of young prospects come, mm-hmm. even if they're not going to make the roster. But as you know, the Sabres have an amazing prospect pool. Listen who's coming into training camp and could possibly end up also joining this team. Mm-hmm. Number 9th overall pick, center Matt Savoy. Number 14th, 14th overall pick, right winger Isaac Rosen. Number 28th overall Chosen Rosen pick, center yuri kulik who at only 18 years old last year put up 46 points 24 goals 22 assists in 62 games and put up 11 points and 12 playoff games in the ahl plus if you look at a picture of him best jawline in the league what's his name yuri j-i-r-i kulik specifically his uh hockey db picture
0: fuck's sake the jaw of a caesar this man this man is (laughs) chiseled yes
1: uh, also at training camp, this year's 13th overall pick, Zach fucking Benson, 115 points, 75 to games for the ice last year. And then defenseman Ryan Johnson, finally. Um, ho- if Ryan Johnson can come in, because a lot of the, you know, you're like, Mike, you're talking about prospects. This is an over-under for this year. Hopefully two guys off that list and a big in the team. Right. but
0: Hopefully Devin Levi.
1: The big, yeah, he's already said. But the big one here is defenseman Ryan Johnson. If Ryan Johnson can make this team and we don't have to play Henry Fucking Yoki Haru, (laughs) who, like, this isn't, I'm not trying to be mean. It's just, it's data, people. It's statistics. He's terrible. And if we can get less ice time for him and get Johnston on his team, dude, we're going to the moon. I know it's a little worrisome because Jack Quinn, his injury, but don't worry, people, because Darren Dreger's got the scoop scoops. Patty Kane's going to be in Buffalo. (laughs) And that's going to put us over the top. And don't even ask me, don't even sit there and ask me the dumb question, Adam. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm also tacking on Buffalo to make the playoffs at minus 102. Okay. That's just minus 102?
0: I was just like, oh my God, we're we're like, we're minus? Yeah. (laughs) I was so happy. I was so proud of the boys. Um, Current projected defensive pairings, Matias Samuelson, Rasmus Dullian, top pairing. Second pairing, Owen Power, Connor Clifton. Third pairing, Henry Yokiharu, Eric Johnson.
1: Yeah, that needs to be Johnson and Johnson. You get Ryan Johnson Brothers there. in law, <laughs> yeah. Johnson and Johnson. Like I didn't, I don't have it pulled up, but like his Yoki Hario uh like player card, the uh the bar for defense is like just not there. There isn't one. <laughs> He's so bad. Here, I'll pull it up real quick. He's become known as Henry Risty Hario in Buffalo. Why? Because he constantly gives the puck away like Grassmaster Stallion did. Can I pick a bone with The Athletic? How hard it is to find the shit you're looking for there? How hard
0: it is to find the shit you're looking for.
1: Yeah, I literally just have to, like on the mobile app, I just have to click on DOM and then just scroll, scroll, scroll until yeah. I get to him.
0: I have I a bookmark. I'm sorry. Uh, all right. Henry Yokiharu, mm-hmm. uh, his his defensive number. He's in the third percentile. He's in the third percentile of defensive plus minus This man. His his salary is 2.5, and they're saying his surplus (laughs) value is 2.7 million. I was just about to say that. Yes. They think he should be paying less than $0. (laughs) You owe the team money. (laughs) It's like a pay driver in F1.
1: Yes. So if we can somehow get anybody who will convince uh, Donnie Meatballs to go with them over Henry. Once again, sorry, Henry. Sorry about it.
0: Sorry about it. Yeah, I think, I'm, uh, I think I'll take that, actually. Taking that with me? Yeah. Let's go. I like it. Go. I'm all in. As Steven said this year, I'm a Sabres fan. Yeah, the vibes are going to be immaculate. The, <laughs> the immaculate vibes. When we, you and I set out to start talent alone. I told you the only team with this band is Vibes. And I think that we've used the term Vibes 15 times during this podcast.
1: I really, as Vibes became a very like constantly used term, especially like among hockey people, um, I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. But then during the Florida the Panthers playoff run last year, and then like Seattle, I was like, I'm a vibes guy now. I got, I got to get in. I'm going to start using the word. All right, Mike. You ready to move on to just the futures? i start hitting these fun, fun futures. Future. I'm flipping the field. I'm going to go first. Spongebob. one All right. Yeah, go ahead. Flipping the field. I got a, I got a Calder Trophy bet that I find interesting. Uh, wait, let me see. Do I have a Calder Trophy bet? I don't. Let me hear it. All right, perfect. Because you, you're like, obviously, like Bedard's going to be a heavy favorite. Bedard. So where's the money there?
0: Kind of fucking Bedard. But FanDuel That is, guy lives like 15 minutes away from here. I, I think you can just go out and start yelling, Bedard. Yeah. And he'll be like, yeah. Well, the problem is that all the other Chicago people are going to go, fucking Bedard. Yeah. And then Bedard's like, you guys know where the Tim Hortons is? <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not in Canada, you fuck face. There's no, there's no Tim Hortons here. <laughs> um, go back to high school. <laughs> oh. Bedard is sure minus... Fuck.
1: In, in this... For this bet, it's Bedard at minus one twenty. The field at minus one hundred four. Taking the field. Oh, uh, well, I'm
0: more than I just wrote it down because I think that's pretty wild. Um, but I'm tempted to take the field, dude. You're so screwed there on the odds. Minus one twenty or minus one hundred four. Yeah, they're not even giving you plus money on either side. That's I fucking know. ridiculous.
1: I'm tempted to take the field.
0: But yeah, because think... here are the situations in which the field works out, right? Mm-hmm. A. Chicago's bad. Like real bad, like Like bad, bad. bad. (laughs) B. Bedard has a growing or a learning curve. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Freddie slipped because he's short. Um, C. This isn't the NFL. (laughs) C. Injury. Mm -hmm. Bedard gets a high ankle sprain, or you know, unfortunately, like a concussion. Takes a puck right to the Johnson. That he misses twenty games. Not one in the Calder at that point. Yeah. So do you know who's the? Uh, he's currently minus one twenty. Like also in like overall. Yeah. Um, do you know number two is? Did you look at it? Uh, no, I didn't. Um, let me let me try to guess this. Okay. So I'm <laughs> you, gonna guess. I'm glad you didn't hear the what I just said. I didn't. I said the I said his first name. So. I didn't hear oh, it. Okay. I'm gonna guess that it's not someone from this draft class. You are correct. Okay. Is it someone on a good team? Yes luke hughes
1: do you you sure you didn't hear the first name when i said it
0: no is it luke hughes luke hughes at plus 700 and then
1: rounding out the top five are logan cooley plus 12 shane wright plus 2000 so literally stop being fucking ridiculous here guys (laughs) i know so really the next three names were not from this
0: draft and then number five devin levi (laughs) plus 2000 let's go i love i love them throwing shane wright in there i'm pretty sure that Hackstall hates Shane Wright. <laughs> Probably. It's like a it's like a Malik Willis Mike Vrabel situation. Yeah, I think he's projected to be like their fourth line center. I think he's gonna play on the fifth line. <laughs> <laughs> Practice squad. Yeah, they're gonna be like, all right, fourth line liners get out there and Shane Wright's gonna go stand. Me. He's like, you're on the fifth line. You don't move until I tell you to. You got a bet for me? Oh yeah, so <laughs> I'm, I'm up. You're up. Uh well let's uh stick with Bedard here Bedard Bedard Connor Bedard regular season goals under thirty one and a half Ooh Mike when do you think is the last player as a rookie to score more than thirty one and a half goals Austin Matthews Yeah mm-hmm. that was in 2016, 17. ironically that year another player also did it you remember who that was Mm. Nah uh, I can't say I do These were the last two players to do it. So Austin Matthews and, as we all would have guessed, Patrick Line. Well, wow, in my head, Line a is older than Matthews. I forget they're the same draft same class. Same draft class. Yeah. Um no one on the Chicago Blackhawks scored more than twenty goals last year. He's on a line with Taylor Hall. I think Taylor Hall's gonna be vulturing goals. Mm-hmm. Bedard's gonna be playing center. He's five nine first year in the NHL, uh at five foot nine. And in so like I said, first year in the NHL and uh I found this weird stat that he's five foot nine. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's gonna get the shit beaten yeah. out of him. Yeah, it's the NHL. Have you seen Milan Lucic? <laughs> Have you seen Victor Hedman? These people are fucking massive.
1: <laughs> okay, well Hedman's a defenseman, and uh, keep
0: going though. The central, I think, is gonna be kind of tough. Uh, you're talking about a small guy going into his day one in his first NFL season, NHL season, at 18 years old. I mean, he's put on some muscle this offseason, but he's still like a small dude. Like, it's going to take him a year or two to get used to not being unstoppable. I mean, the guy put up 143 points last year against the OHL. Yeah. There's no way he walks in day one and understands the level of competition. I mean, like, no matter how humble he is, he's going from 143 points... To the NHL This guy's gonna be Turnover prone as fuck He's gonna think He can do everything And he won't be able to yet Unless he turns out To really be the second Coming to McDavid Even better than second coming to McDavid Because McDavid didn't score 32 goals in his rookie season mm-hmm. So He also got hurt In his rookie season Whatever So <laughs> if he Well and McDavid Guess what McDavid's bigger than five nine And got hurt um, if, if Like I, I don't expect him To come in And Immediately be Connor Bedard Superstar I Expect him to come in and be Connor Bedard. Really fun to watch. Makes a lot of mistakes.
1: Yeah, so I'm on the other side of the fence with you on this one. Taking the over? I I take the over. Um, Bedard, yeah, 5'9, 185. Not great. But now he's getting. He's you know, smaller than Bryce Young. He is. He's smaller than Bryce Young. And as you know, you hate Bryce Young's existence.
0: <laughs> um, when did I turn into a size queen? <laughs> he really did. I thought because of my Allen connections, I was the size queen. Yeah, but then but, I was all about Anthony Richardson yeah. and I'm shorting Bryce Young yeah, like, and Connor Bedard. Like my
1: current. Like heroes in Buffalo are like Josh Allen and Tage fucking Thompson, who's a skyscraper by, <laughs> any, by NHL standards. Um, but so yeah, not big. Now he's gonna be—he's gonna have an NHL conditioning, strength, and training coach. Hopefully, they'll eventually get him up to probably closer to that 200 mark. This kid is fast, and is one of the few people who you can look at and be like, "Oh, that dude does like McDavid McDavid levels skating." Yeah, like he is so good. He, like it will be tough for him. His biggest thing is that coaches are gonna. Well, he, he's Bedard, so they won't yell at him too much. But internally, they'll be screaming when he's, like, not doing great defensively or when he's kind of, like, they're in the defensive zone. If he gets hemmed in and he's kind of, like, starting to, like, just constantly creep towards the blue line
0: to, like, cherry pick and get out there. Yeah. And they're, like, Bedard, <laughs> what are you doing? Well, yeah. um, and, like, do you think Chicago is well coached? Do you think they were well coached last year? No. Yeah.
1: But, well, when a team's that dog shit, it's one of those situations where, like, I don't really know. I, I can tell.
0: Like – if if somehow Bedard gets like thirty five to forty percent defensive zone starts, that's gonna hurt his goal total so much. Because like you said, he's not gonna be a good defensive player. At least in his first year, who knows how he's gonna be dominant. There was McDavid, though. It took him yeah. a while to become adequate. Yeah. yeah, I mean that was the whole knock on McDavid forever, and now McDavid's like a solid defensive player, but he's adequate. Like Bedard's five foot nine. Like there's only so much you can do. Like, despite all my size queenification, like being five foot nine and playing NHL defense is fucking hard. So if he's getting defensive zone starts, they're not gonna be able to get the puck out of the defensive zone. I mean, you're gonna be playing five on four, so right? four on three. Yeah,
1: but on the offensive side of things, how big is? I can look this up in a minute after I toss back to you. But looking at the size of Ryan Donato, who might be on a line with them, six foot one ninety. I think like you Taylor guys,
0: Hall, Taylor Hall, and Donato are gonna be on the line with him. Yeah,
1: I think like you gotta tell those guys like, hey, I'm like. You guys are on the ice. If you're, I can tell the whole team. If you're on the ice with Bedard, need you to like stick up, not like stick up for him, but keep your eye out. And when someone starts gunning for him, get in the fucking way, because yeah. that that's the biggest worry. But there's going to be a lot of times where player, other like opposing teams won't be able to fucking touch Bedard because he's that good. He's so that, he's that fast. He's he's fast. He's so good on on his edges. He can just skate like a motherfucker. So I. <laughs> Sorry, what if he can skate like a motherfucker? Is that a good or a bad thing? Um, uh so yeah, I'm I'm hitting the over. I'm high on the Bedard the Bedard rookie season.
0: It'll be it'll be curious to watch. Their first preseason game is uh against the blues mm-hmm. on Thursday.
1: I'll I'll go ahead and add into this Bedard conversation. One uh another future I wrote down was Bedard first goal. So mm-hmm. their first three, I saw that, yeah. you saw that? So the two I highlighted was game one plus two hundred is at Pittsburgh. Yeah. Game two, I'm gonna say no, if he doesn't get it, Pittsburgh. I'll to is go there get it.
0: anyone on Pittsburgh that can keep up with him?
1: No, man, they're gonna to love to be like
0: Bedad and Crosby. Be. Yeah, look at them. It's 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 opening night yep. on a Thursday at 7 p.m. Central. Yeah, that is gonna be one of their highest watched telecasts this year.
1: Oh yeah, uh, game two they're at Boston, so that'd be a tough one for him if he doesn't get it in Pittsburgh to get it there. Oh, um, but-
0: Marshan's gonna hit him yeah. with something
1: dirty. Oh yeah, maybe his whole um, nose. <laughs> clothesline with his fish <laughs> uh but the one i really like and what you're doing here is you're betting against him getting it in pittsburgh yeah is montreal third game of the season plus 420
0: i like that yeah like is that. it in montreal in montreal in montreal yeah, in yeah. once again who on that team's defending him? everybody loves fishing Your yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i kind of in that little uh, little future out there though yeah you want to give me uh, another feature since it's uh, your turn now that we've agreed that Conor Bedard's not going to score more than 31 and a half goals? I think we disagreed, but I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure we agreed. Okay. Uh, I'm the a, editor, and I can change whatever the fuck I want. In a similar vein
1: as the uh, Bedard one I mentioned prior to that last one.
0: I'm about to break my laptop over you if you steal my bed here. The Hart Trophy. Okay, never mind.
1: We're good. So, I did – this one I'm not – this one's just interesting. So, McDavid plus 110. It's the, interesting, the ghosts. The Field minus 138. The field is only minus 138 against one man. <laughs> that is fucking wild. But the bet I do like is Nathan McKinnon plus 1100. Interesting. Um, now, you are aware that Nathan McKinnon cannot stay on the ice. If he can, the pace that this dude was on when he got healthy last year got hurt. Unfucking real once he came back. 111 points in 71 games, 65 points at five on five.
0: Still wouldn't have won the heart, though. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What do you mean he wouldn't have? McDavid had like 120
1: points. Right. But if he keeps that pace up, I see what you're saying. That point pace, he still wouldn't have. Yeah. I shouldn't. But he comes back with that kind of piss and vinegar. He's another one I love watching skate in a totally different way because McDavid's like, you know, the quick cuts flying all over and then – McKinnon's just like this downhill bowling ball of a it's skater. It's so
0: much fun with him in my car. Oh they're yeah. Both just like, what if we were just fast?
1: Yeah. McKinnon's like this long stride, gets down low, and just fucking powers down the ice. It's beautiful. Um, but I, I plus eleven hundred, a player of the McCaliber of McKinnon, the McCaliber, <laughs> the, the McCaliber of McKinnon. You know.
0: I like yeah, it. I mean, so here's the thing with heart bets. It's just no fun to bet on like the top two or three guys because right. you don't get long enough odds. But then when you get someone like McKinnon. And then they start surging in the middle of the season. You're like, oh, are you guys bored of betting on McDavid yet? Maybe we'll give it to McKinnon.
1: Yeah. What we need to hope, if you're going to take someone not named McDavid, is that they start going the NBA route and being like, well, we can't give it to so-and-so every year. Yeah. <laughs> so they
0: you know, shake it off a little bit. And the other, the, the only other problem with the McKinnon bet is you have to worry about McCarr vulturing him as the best player on the team. I, I think McCar's going to have such a big comeback year. Yeah. Yeah. He might win comeback player of the year. Yeah, but me, like, listen to how wild this part is.
1: It's like, like I said, McDavid plus 110. Second person is Austin Matthews plus 1,000. Yeah, I saw
0: that. Like, that is such a big gap. It's, it's, but, what? and that's the thing, right? Like, there's no fucking way McDavid's winning again this year. They want, they're so hungry to give it to someone else. It was just, McDavid was undeniable last
1: yeah. year. It's just like, I always find myself highlighting this. Like, Leon Dreisaitl, one of the greatest
0: players in the world. He's, yeah. he's plus 1,200. <laughs> yeah, like, he, like if you put Leon Dreisaitl, if you just plucked his little little head up, and dropped him on the Vegas Golden Knights mm. for the first year of that franchise. On to now, where does he rank in the world of players? Like well,
1: basically, where he ranks now, he's like a
0: top five player. Like, yeah, would we be like, oh yeah, you know, Dracidal number two player in the world, Dracidal number three player in the world? He'd be up there, yeah, yeah, yeah. And He'd, instead, we're like, man, you just got to watch McDavid. Oh, and Dracidal, <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> other
1: guy's there too, who also won a heart.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and then you get, like, <laughs> I mean, you get down to it. It's like, Ryan Nugent Hopkins had 100 points last year, and everyone's like, yeah, but it's fake because McDavid. <laughs> Ryan Nugent Hopkins just getting secondary assists while McDavid cuts between 11 players and buries it in the goal past two goalies. Oh, uh, fucking Nuge. The Nuge. All uh, right, you got one for me? Yeah. Hit me. Oh, I just want to talk about Nuge more. I'm
1: talking about the Nuge. Talk about
0: the Nuge. I mean,
1: that's a credit to Woodcroft and company that they got. Tyler Yamamoto. He's <laughs> um, a guy. Here's a guy.
0: uh, so the, I'm gonna throw out the one that I thought you were gonna steal from me for a second because I don't want it to be stolen at it. Okay. Uh, Mike, this is not the typical kind of f- future I like to bet because it's a little weird, a little, a little scary. It's new territory for me. I'm a little nervous.
1: <laughs>
0: Alex Ovechkin scores 850th career goal. Oh, against Minnesota at plus 2100. Mm. Uh, I didn't do any research on this.
1: Is he at? Eight, is he at 849 going into the season?
0: No, 822.
1: Okay. So, why wow, you really had to think out ahead to be like, all right, so he has this many goals to go at this game in the season. Yeah, so yeah.
0: over the, the last two seasons, he's scored roughly like 5.5 to 5.75 goals a game. So you're talking about basically a goal every like 1.8 games. So if we want to just make it simple, you can assume that Ovechkin is on average going to score a goal every other game. Roughly. Just to even everything out. So, if you kind of take that math out, then you can, you can expect him. So, he he's 822. Uh, that means that he has 28 goals that he has to score to hit 850. So, you can kind of assume it's going to be about 44 games, roughly. Um, so, the 44th game of the season is against St. Louis on the road on a back-to-back, or uh, two and three days, not a back-to-back. I think there's something in there where either his pace isn't like a rocket at the gate, or we see him not bury a puck in that game. So his 45th game of the season, three days rest, then at Minnesota. Minnesota's starting goaltender this season so far is Marc-Andre Fleury, who I believe is 49 years old. I think that's the game. You I think, think that you can look out. 45th game of the season. He'd you, you, be hit, getting his 27th goal at that point, right? Twenty-eighth. Twenty eighth, sorry. Yeah. Twenty eighth goal. Forty fourth, forty-fifth game, plus twenty one hundred. Uh, that's good. And it that's that's not to say specifically this game. I mean it's any Minnesota game. Now I don't know how many times they played Minnesota in the season, mm-hmm. but it's still getting plus twenty one hundred on those odds. Yeah. Hmm. I like that. That's a big brain bet if it actually hits. Yeah. That'd be amazing. <laughs> That'd so be one bad. of those like I'm posting that shit on Twitter. Like I yeah. <laughs> like I I <laughs> figured this out. Like I was ahead of him, like, of course it was going to happen. <laughs> Listen to this
1: podcast where I told you it was going to happen. The information was all in front of you, people. You just had to look. <laughs> all right. Back to me.
0: You if a future for me, Mike.
1: I do. I'm wondering if I want to go back to hammering the heart versus the world or the McDavid versus the world point. Or I'll go this way and jump in on another milestone goal bet.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Austin Matthews
0: is at 299 Yeah.
1: 300th goal. 300th goal. Game 1 -110 they're playing Montreal. How do we
0: manage to hit all three of their goal milestone bets they offer? There's interesting. They are the, the milestone goes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so yeah, game 1s against Montreal so that's obviously -110, but similar to the Bedard thing, Bedard just bet against that he doesn't get in game 1, game 2, they're Minnesota once again, +320.
0: We should figure out a way to parlay all three of those guys to score against Minnesota and see what that pays out at. That'd be amazing. I don't know how far down the list we have to go to get Bedard's first at
1: Minnesota, but yeah, to me, like the odds jump there is just too good to basically bet
0: that you won't have a goal to open the season. Um. Oh, I know I was googling. I went to go Google something I forgot. Um. There's a lot of turmoil in Toronto, mm-hmm. so I think that there's a ton to kind of figure out for how that season is going to look at the start. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's a chance that we see Austin Matthews' role significantly diminished? Or do you think that whoever is uh, – well, I guess it's still Sheldon Keefe coaching there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but do you think that whatever they have going on there now, still we're going to see basically the same thing, just feed the pu- fucking puck to Austin Matthews? Yeah, I think the roster is even weaker, so I think it's going to be all Matthews. So that would kind of scare me on yeah. betting anything besides the first game. I mean, like you're getting – you know. Pretty solid odds to bet the second game, basically. Mm-hmm. But that would be the point that kind of scares me because, like you said, everything's going to be going through Matthews. Yeah, or they're going to uh,
1: uh, Nylander. Yeah, they're going to be like, we need you to feed him. We need to rack up his his trade or his his, uh, his trade value. They're not trading Matthews.
0: No, I'm talking about Nylander. Oh, okay. Yeah. they need Matthews to rack up Nylander's trade value. Mm-hmm. Got it. That makes sense. So the Nylander. Over under 50 and a half goals. What are you taking there, Mike? Nylander what? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever his over under is. Would you hit the over then? Just bet game script? Um, Although he's screwed if you trade. Like if you if you bet Nylander over on goals and then they flip him to St. Louis or something. Yeah. He's not hitting that over. I mean, like that. it's kind of the Antonio Brown, Juju Smith-Schuster argument. Like, you move Nylander away from that team, and suddenly people don't have to worry so much about Austin Matthews. Yeah. He's not scoring that many goals. No, I don't think so.
1: Plus, you're (laughs) moving away from other good players, like Mitch Marner. Mm -hmm. That was the only only one. (laughs) I was going to say,
0: and who else exactly? (laughs) Tyler Berthusi.
1: (laughs) Maybe a little David Kampf. You stop it. (laughs) Uh, Is it back to me or is it to you? It's me.
0: It's you, okay. Maybe you stop Googling all the time. I'm sorry. Just rely on your notes there, Mike. Remember how much shit you were giving me for taking notes? Guess what I haven't had to do a single time? I haven't had to a Googling. single thing.
1: It's not like I have all the notes I need, but then like one of us will make a point and I'll be like, Oh, you
0: know what? I wonder
1: how all big right. is Ryan. Donato? I'm gonna do
0: uh, I'm gonna do one more individual and then I'll go back to team stuff for my last two futures. Okay. Uh individual bet here. Elias Lindholm to win the Selkie, plus plus sixteen hundred. Ooh. Last season it's gonna be his last season in Calgary. they as uh stated by elias him? Lindholm himself. Yeah. Uh trade or uh contract talks with Calgary have quote gone cold. Yeah. Uh, nice word to play there. Elias. <laughs> elias. Um elias. the last 10 years, the Selkie winner has had at least nine hundred faceoffs and won above 50% of those. Lowest face off win percent or lowest face off yeah, win percentage in the last 10 years, Jonathan Taves, fifty two percent. Uh, And also Davis is the only player to win the last 10 years with less than 50 points. So those are kind of the metrics you need to keep in mind. Mm -hmm. At least 50 points, above 50% on face-offs, and at least 900 face-offs. That seems to be what the pretty consistent thing we're seeing there is. Mm -hmm. Um, Lindholm, last season, 1,538 face-offs, 55.7% win, and 64 points. Um, Also worth noting, Lindholm, only 64 points, playing on a line with Huberdeau who had his lowest shooting percentage, or lowest goals total since 2016. I think we see more from Huberdeau. I don't think that we see another, like, f- his last season in Florida from him. But I think we see more goals than he scored last year. He scored, like, 13 goals. I mean, he scored nothing. It'd be tough for him to get worse. Yeah. Uh, Finished last season with all the shit that went wrong with Calgary. Elias Lindholm still finished 10th in voting for the Selkie. The year before that, I had forgotten this, finished 2nd in voting behind uh some guy from boston
1: hmm. whoever it is he's not there anymore no
0: <laughs> fuck him so like i said last at home plus 1600 right now the favorites nico he yeah, i saw that seems kind of weird yeah uh behind him i think might be barkov who's already won it i think that what we're gonna see is a new player wins it so I, like the two bets i would go with there because i think the nhl especially whoever votes on the award i think the media votes on the selkie they're gonna want to be they don't want to fall into the the bergeron trap again because i think they've gotten a lot of shit for the bergeron stuff from fans mm-hmm. even though i think that we can all agree bergeron deserved those selkies mm-hmm. i think they've caught a lot of shit for that and so i don't think we see barkov win it because barkov's already won one so i think that we should be looking at players who haven't won it before which is why i'm talking about he and elias lindholm yeah I but he's odds are so short they'll put plus 200 right now or something like that
1: yeah, he is definitely the favorite. Like, that dynamic has already been, like, or that narrative has already been set. Like, you got the flashy 1C in Jack Hughes, and then you got the
0: captain, number 2C, the all-around, the guy who gets back on defense, Nick Archer. I gotta say, looking into the stats, um, that Taves season when he won the Selkie
1: mm-hmm.
0: might have been the worst Selkie winning season in the 21st century. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I get Taves has a reputation, and I'm sure he's a great captain. Just, offense numbers weren't there. Yeah. And the Selkie is supposed to be, like, two-way player, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a big thing. Yeah. So, just just wasn't quite there. I, I mean, maybe it was just because everyone really liked those Chicago
1: teams. With Carlson winning the Norris, has the Norris basically become the defensive Selkie,
0: where it's like, you play defense, but then you also get up and play offense? No, but it's not it's not the defensive yeah. Selkie, where it's like, you, you play defense, but you get up and play offense. It's, who's the defenseman that had the most points? Yeah, that's basically. <laughs> yeah.
1: There should be an award where it's like, are you – uh, like, you score points and you're also a really good defenseman? That's oh, Celtic. that's supposed to be the Norris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: My up? Although, Kale McCarr, pretty good defenseman on defense. Fucking... no, oh, he's great on defense. Yeah, he's... underrated. It's like the, going the opposite way with uh, his fucking partner. Devin Taves. Devin Taves. Um, oh, my God. There's Stanley Cup here. That pairing. But he's... Like, mm. you talk about underrated opposite direction, right? Like, mm. Kale McCarr doesn't get enough credit on defense and Devin Taves or Devon Taves doesn't get enough credit on offense. Yeah. Taves is uh there was talk about them possibly
1: not really talk. Some people like trying to read the tea leaves and be like, oh maybe they'll move him because he is what is he eight now? Twenty nine and going into the last year that's, of his deal. I
0: mean that's one of those things where it's like a smart team probably should move him because there's you have so much surplus value on that top pairing. With just Kale McCarr, you could put Kale McCarr and Connor Bedard out there as your defensive pairing, and you'd be fine.
1: Yeah, you run into a little bit of trouble because, like, down the line, like I think, like McCarr doesn't need to be with Tapes. He could lean, his, he could hold down his his own line.
0: Yeah, it's like when the Oilers are being shelled and they put Dracidal and McDavid on the same line. Yeah,
1: exactly. But if you take out Tapes, then. Your other two pairings are going to have Samuel Gerard and Bowen Byram on it, and they're both very offensive oriented defensemen.
0: I do like Bowen Byram though.
1: I do. I, I keep hoping he he's had injury problems early in his career, and I hope he bounces back from that cause I think he could be really good.
0: Also, it's crazy how young Kel McCarr is. He's been a top player in the league yeah. for like five years. He's 24. He's only 19. <laughs> You're, on. It's like the, the Jason Tatum, Tatum thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Mike, you got a future for me. Uh, oh wait, you taking uh, you, you buying any stock on my my Elias Lindholm, Sulky, plus sixteen hundred. Oh yeah, I like that one. I'll sell it to you. I'm looking for five thousand dollars at forty nine percent. I'll get back to it. I'm okay. out.
1: I'm out. <laughs> for that reason, I'm out. No, I do like that one. Plus sixteen hundred for yeah. a very like plausible candidate. Fuck mm-hmm. okay. yeah. Um, all right. Now I, should,
0: I should pull up an implied odds calculator. I'm gonna implied odds. That's why you start selling me the next one.
1: Okay, this one isn't. Uh, this I'm not really. This is the one that I'm taking. It's just one more interesting note before I give this one is the, uh, the Art Ross, McDavid's minus two o four. Against the field, against everybody else in the league. Oh yeah, I saw that. That is crazy.
0: Um, implied odds by the way on sixteen hundred are <laughs> five point eight. There is if you play the season, a hundred times, there is more than six seasons where Elias Lindholm takes home the Selkie.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I totally agree. Um, but yeah, that Bedard thing's just wild. But then you also remember that he, McDavid. McDavid, but then you also remember that the next closest person to him uh, was Leon Dreisaitl, who was still 25 points behind him last season. It,
0: like so, We don't talk about how outrageous McDavid's season was last year enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just, like, it gets overshadowed by a few things. Vegas wins their first Stanley Cup. Uh, Florida's playoff run. The Bruins getting eliminated in the first round. The Bruins having the best regular season in NHL history. It gets kind of glossed over and also just we're we've grown accustomed to mcdavid greatness McDavid's season last year is fucking outrageous 64 goals 64 goals how many points did he have overall he's like a hundred and fifty three yeah 153 fucking points like we couldn't shut up about bedard putting up 143 in the ohl mcdavid yeah. put up 153 points in the nhl right the show the show yeah, it, it's – and it's so
1: different from when, like, when Crosby was considered, like, arguably the greatest player in the league, and he was, like, winning, you know, Art Ross trophies or hearts or whatever. He's putting up big numbers, and it was, like, you know, 60%, 70% assists. Like, he wasn't the goal yeah. scorer that McDavid is. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Um, all right, so my next one, the old Rocket with Shad. Rocket with Shad? The Rocket, Rocket was Shad. That's the most assists? Most goals. Most goals. Most goals. The Rocket. Um, I didn't write down. McDavid is obviously the favorite. I didn't jot down what his odds were. I could pull it up while you yeah. start talking. Um, I'm looking here at a guy who was only three goals off McDavid last year. In pasta, David Pasternak, plus one thousand. Plus a thousand. Plus a thousand. Now that's because people are like, no Bergeron, no Bergeron, no Crutchie So he loses two of the the two of the centers that he spent most of his time with last year. Um, played most minutes on a line centered by Krejci. And then the line he was on second most would be centered by Bergeron. And that's when they would roll with that, you know, Marshon, the, whatever they called it line, the BMP line, mm-hmm. um, the battle movement, <laughs> positive line. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. So losing both of them, you're basically really hoping that uh good old Charlie Coyle works out, but I don't know. There's also the flip side of this argument where you're like, yeah, they lost two big players. Someone's got to score goals Someone's got to score goals Yeah They lost a lot Someone's got to do it Pasta's going to have to go God mode And
0: I thought you hated that nickname
1: I do But it's like It's an earwig It eventually burrows its way in there And you got to go with it It's a bop Yeah It's a what? A bop Oh, bop, yeah Bop Yeah, only three points off Bing David last year Plus 1,000
0: Can Eh. I say this? Yeah It's kind of dumb That we give out a trophy For just a statistical award There's no opinion involved yeah. It's just you scored the most goals. Congratulations on winning a trophy. You do know what sport you're talking about? Yeah, I mean, yes. They give awards
1: out for guy who laces his skates up the fastest, <laughs> like everything. They have an award for sportsmanship.
0: <laughs> um I accidentally just stumbled upon this. Uh you can bet either Connor Bedard or Logan Cooley to win the Calder Trophy at minus 165. Um Art Ross. So, McDavid minus 205.
1: Right, we're talking about the rocket, Richard.
0: Fuck. McDavid.
1: Is, McDavid is plus two hundred. Fuck. Uh, next up is Matthews plus three hundred. Drysital plus four hundred, and then you get to Pasta at plus one thousand. Miko Rantanen right behind him. Also, that, yeah. keep an eye on that one at plus fourteen hundred. I'm not sure. Kryl Kaprizov? He had a bad year. Yeah, maybe bounces back big. He's plus three thousand, but I don't. I don't see that happening. No, I like the pasta bet. I like that's the pasta bet like, right yeah. there. Yeah.
0: That's just good value. I mean, you're getting, you know, ten to one odds, on. A guy who – he's won it before. He's led the league in goals before. Yeah. And you're just basically betting, what if McDavid has more assists again? What if Austin Matthews doesn't, you know, put up 60 goals? If he doesn't bounce
1: back from – which is funny is people are like, can he bounce back on goals when – I mean, Austin Matthews did have 40 goals last year. Yeah. <laughs> it was considered a down year for him.
0: It's yeah. kind of funny how we really did get the they, – they just don't have the play style. So, you know, think of it. We really did get the Crosby-OV replacements. Matthews is the new OV. He's the goal scorer. And McDavid's the new Crosby. He's the all-around player. Yeah, but he scored 64 goals, so. All right. (laughs) Listen, you want me to call him the new Gretzky? He's the new Gordie Howe. How about that? The
1: comparison falls apart. Also, you can't call Matthews the OV because Matthews has actually gotten better defensively throughout his career.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just like video game bosses, right? Yeah. The level one bosses were like Crosby, Ovechkin. And the mm-hmm. level three bosses were McDavid Matthews. Right. Just, they're souped up versions of those guys.
1: Yeah. And also, not to go down the rabbit hole here, but
0: One Matthews doesn't have the, from the other a player comparison
1: thing. Uh, Matthews doesn't have the who's
0: your who's your Matthews player comparison.
1: He doesn't have the physical ferocity of an Ovi.
0: He's not big enough.
1: Yeah, like Ovi was a bull, like he was a ball of chainsaws when he get going. He'd lay some
0: fucking nasty hits on people. Yeah, like he didn't shy away from that. I'm not saying Ma- that Matthew doesn't, doesn't shy away. Last year was it Matthew Nyes who tried to start a fight? Someone tried to start a fight with Ovi, and Ovi was like, "No,
1: you don't want to do this. You don't want to do this. I know I'm 38. I'm 38. But I'll still kill I you will again.
0: rock your entire fucking life. Yeah, <laughs> you think I'm scared to go to jail? I'll just go back to Russia. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Vladimir Putin fucking loves me. Oh, I'll drop a nuke on your house. <laughs> I have that power. Um. Who's, give, give me a I'm, give me a historical Matthew's comparison. I'm terrible at player comps. Give me, can you do cross sport? Maybe. What a weird sport to try to compare to
1: cuz it's so different. Um, a cross sport comparison for Austin Matthews would be like eh, I was going to say like Joe Burrow cuz he's like that's just like the really Austin, good but Joe Burrow is comparison. I was going to say like really good Obviously, one of the best at his position, um, puts up can put up numbers, but doesn't have I think like the physical aspect of like, like Burrows compared to Allen, Mahomes. Doesn't Anthony have the, Edwards doesn't have the physical. Anthony, yeah, that's an
0: interesting. one, kind of like that. Talking about a score. Mm-hmm. big physical, yeah, um, and uh, improving on defense. I kind of like that one. Yeah, Matthews and Edwards. Let's go with that. There you go. Yeah. All right, folks. That Luchich's.
1: would make, um, if we keep doing this way, that would make Milan Lucic the Kelly Oubre? I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was not, gonna, not Kelly Oubre, i would say uh, Kelly
0: Olenek. That would make, um, uh, I was thinking that it was going to make uh, Willie Nylander the Carl Anthony Towns. Who's the Pat Bev, though, <laughs> the NHL? It's Brady Kachuk. I was going to say Brady Kachuk. <laughs> yeah, Brady <laughs> Kachuk. See, this is what I'm saying, man. we got to do some cross-border comparisons. We, we Maybe we'll do this in one of the NFL weeks. That Maybe like good. the the week basketball or football or uh, uh, hockey starts up in mm-hmm. our Monday pod, we'll just do, we'll have cross sports comparison week. Maybe I'll be a recurring segment, but either way, yeah, we got to do the cross sport comparison. It's so much fun. Uh, my turn? Yes, sir. All right, Mike. Fuck, I got I got one I really want to say for the last one. Uh, Caroline Hurricanes to win the Metro, mm-hmm. plus 200. 19, six, and one against the Metro last season. 19, six, and one. That is picking up 39 points against just the Metro and only giving away uh, 14 points. That's 39 to 14 points against Metro. That is an absurd points percentage against their own division alone. On top of that, uh, you want to arbitrary threshold bias? Yeah. (laughs) Since Jordan Stahl took over as captain, the... (coughs) Uh, hurricanes have gone first, 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 and fourth in the Metro. And that year they went fourth? The team's ahead of them? Mm-hmm. Penguins, Capitals, Flyers. That is how long it has been yeah. since the Hurricanes didn't win the Metro, was when the Penguins, Capitals, and Flyers were competing to win the Metro.
1: That's uh, – how long ago was that?
0: <laughs> uh, 2019. 2019, okay. Yeah. Not, not as long as I may have thought. Sorry. Last season, I talked about this before when I talked about their over-under – Highest expected goals and highest expected goal differential. So not only are they good on offense, they're also good on defense. I like they're they're only competitions. What? New Jersey? Yeah. Yeah. That's what, it. What
1: was the odds on them to win?
0: Plus two hundred. Plus two plus two hundred? Yeah, two to one odds. Two to one odds to win the Metro. That's, I take that. Three straight years winning it and I mean, you know, COVID year central. But three straight years winning it. Last year winning it in dominant fashion. Yeah. Yeah. That's really all the argument I have.
1: Yeah, what's their biggest competition there? The Jersey. Jersey? Yeah, that's it. The Rangers are in a competition. Yeah, I mean... It would... Wait,
0: we'll, let, let's... uh here, i can, I mean, the odd skis. Because
1: it would take another, like, heart-level performance, I think, by Shesterkin to make that happen. Igor Shesterkin.
0: Um, Yeah, so, Hurricanes plus 200... Devils plus 240. So they're only around two and a half to one compared mm-hmm. to the, that that doesn't seem like good enough value to me. Like I would definitely take Carolina between those two.
1: Yeah. If the Devils went up to like 300, maybe I'd look at it, but. And then there's,
0: I mean, there's no one else in this. Like they, they, for some reason have the Rangers at uh, four to one. That seems too short. I
1: don't know how much different I expect the Rangers to be after last season where they failed to live up to the hype. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I I don't have it right in front of me right now, but I don't even think the Rangers eclipsed 100 points, right? They were yeah. like in, the, in like the the lower 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Then behind them, Penguins plus 550. That's also too short. Yeah. Uh, Islanders plus 1100. Capitals plus 2200. It like there's some bad teams because you're also talking the Flyers are in that division. They're obviously listed way lower. Uh, and Columbus is in that division. Flyers by the way, uh, 13 to one to win the division. <laughs> I mean your Carolina's gonna get to beat up on some bad teams. And their once again, their only competition is gonna be New Jersey to win that.
1: What what's the Kevin line? If anybody gives you whatever to uh, what hundred to one odds. Hundred to one odds you take. Or thousand to one odds, 1, yeah. I one take odds. It. What does he say? It's like if so and so ever wins a yeah, Grammy. If
0: someone wins no, if someone wins an Oscar. Oscar, yeah. yeah. I can't remember who it was now yeah. off the top of my head though. That is the least notes I took on anything was for this. I'm like, I don't understand why this is two to one. Like what do you need to say to really yeah, sell that? Like the two bets well, two of the bets I instantly took when I was doing research on this were Hurricanes to win the Metro and Hurricanes over hundred and five and a half points. Yeah. I don't know why Vegas is be selling the Hurricanes. No, Hurricanes they are they i what are their odds when to Stanley Cup?
1: What are their odds for the president's trophy? I also have that all pulled up here. I could just look, look with my special eyes. President's Trophy.
0: Uh, plus eight
1: hundred, plus eight hundred to win the President's Trophy. Yeah. Their biggest competition. I'm guessing they're behind Colorado and. Just Colorado. Just Colorado. Just Colorado.
0: Just Colorado. Then behind them, uh, Devils plus nine hundred. Toronto plus nine hundred. Edmonton nine and a half to one. Vegas ten to one.
1: So what? What? Where are the ad, the uh, avs odds at? Uh, six plus six fifty. Plus six fifty.
0: Yeah. Or as they would say, 13 to 1. 13 to 1. Or 13 to 2. Sorry, okay. 13 to
1: 2. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I, I, I'm, I'd I trail you on that for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. The mic. Right. So this one, a
0: little different. How many do you have left?
1: Uh, I got – How many real ones do you have left? I have one real one left, and okay. then I have, like, like a, one I want to, like, throw out to see what you would do on it. Stuff like that. that
0: okay, cool. Because I only have one left after this. So we'll hit your first, let, your real one, my last real one, then we'll go through your your scraps. Anything else I got written down? All right. Um. So, Sergei Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky.
1: Bobrovsky. He had 13... Uh, I almost said 13,000. He had 1,321 saves last season. Okay. Played a lot more than people originally um thought because of the night situation. He is minus 110 to have thirteen. Hundred plus again this year,
0: and but who's their backup? I know we just looked this up, and I already forgot. Well, that's probably a good sign. That Knight is the low. projected backup as of right now. Is he still in the
1: program? I think he's out of it. Hmm. Um, or you can get real wild. I'd probably go the one ten, play it safe. But yeah. you could go real wild and go fourteen hundred plus. That's plus three hundred. Now, as I said, thirteen twenty one last year, and is going to be behind a worse defense like those the defense in my opinion got worse all around and then if Montour and Ekblad's injury situation really stretches into the season they're just going to get fucking shelled I think
0: yeah especially if Kachuk continues the tear he was on last season and teams are playing from behind against them or teams are playing high scoring games mm-hmm. against them you could see like those end of game situations where they're going one man up they pull the goalie mm-hmm. um like if Florida's up by a goal in like yeah. a six to five game and they pull the goalie you that you're talking like just free four or five shots that weren't going to exist before.
1: Yeah, and you're like Gudis doesn't seem like the biggest loss, but you're losing a big dude who will get in front of shots and block them. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you're
0: talking about a guy that'll actually get on a knee, take a shot to the quad. Right. Like Mo- Montour, even when he comes back,
1: he is, his biggest aspect, his biggest upside is his offensive ability. Yeah, he's, he's a speedy defenseman, um, who's really good like jumping on the rush, et cetera. He's not, not like you know.
0: Not a shot blocker.
1: Yeah, he's not the guy who's gonna smile, and be missing eight teeth, and yeah. look crazy because he's jumping in front of shots. So yeah, I don't I don't know if I go crazy enough with the fourteen hundred, but I like the thirteen hundred at minus one ten.
0: Yeah, the the odds are a little too short for me just to take on something that's an extreme amount of saves. Um but I don't hate it, you know.
1: And then there with always there's the night factor. If he gets yeah. hot and they turn to him then.
0: The night man. The night man. Oh, mm-hmm. ah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's also always a problem betting goalie futures, is the goaltending is just so random, and sometimes, you know, Akira Schmidt or Phoenix Copley gets hot and just steals a bunch of games. Yeah. But there's also the other side of things. What if there's a game where uh, uh, Bobrovsky faces 216 shots? That's true. I, I didn't – I should have looked up. I don't think they had it listed.
1: Um, or had the goalie for – no, they didn't. They wouldn't. have. I doubt they'd have the uh, – Covers in net, John Gibson for you know, Anaheim, but they led the league in total shots on goal against last year. I think it's twenty five
0: um, forty. I think they got a rookie coming in there or like a second year. Can
1: pair. can we save Elvis Lincolns?
0: I was gonna say yeah, that's that's who I would bet
1: every year. Columbus is at the bottom of the league in the amount of shots they let in. Well, that's don't worry,
0: they added a high draft pick, Logan Fantilli, Adam Fantilli. I have a mixed Taylor Logan Cooley and Adam Fantilli. Well, that'd be they a added, player. they <laughs> added high draft pick Adam Fantilli, uh, known for his defensive hey. prowess. Yes, yes. Hey, sell down, <laughs> sell down. Fantilli is gonna be really fun. Good. No, I agree. On offense, no. he's gonna be really good. If you're a
1: size screen. Think Fantilli is definitely bigger than Badad. Yeah, that's why I love him. Mm-hmm. If he only wasn't on the most boring team in the league. Oh, are they boring? They got some. Look fun. at them. They got. I'm like. I think the Blue Jackets might have, end up being one of my weird like. League Pass teams? Yeah, or like ESPN Plus teams this year.
0: You got to call it League Pass. It just sounds better.
1: Six foot two, 187 pounds. Skinny boy. Fantilli. Fucking unit by by hockey standards. By 18-year-old hockey player standards. Fucking unit. It's (laughs) it's the opposite of a toad. Yeah.
0: It's long and thin. Uh, All right, Mike, you ready for my last feature? You want to just keep talking about how big NHL players are? (laughs) No, go ahead. Uh, Last feature. Vancouver Canucks. To make
1: the playoffs at plus 114. What? Get the – I can't – I'm already going to tell you no. I'm not trailing you, but go ahead.
0: Mike, I'm going to read you the point total for every Western Conference playoff team last season. Okay. Seattle Kraken, 100 points. Avs, 103 points. Stars, 108 points. Vegas, 111 points. Jets, 95 points. Oilers, 109 points. Kings, 104 points. So, the two wildcard teams were Jets and Kraken. 95 points and 100 points, respectively. The Vancouver Canucks pace after Rick Tocchet took over as coach. 100.2 points. Ooh, Which means if Rick Tocchet had been there all season, they would have made the playoffs. On top of that, this was Thatcher Dimko. Widely considered to be a pretty good goalie. Worst season. yeah. Still 100.2 pace. Uh, he only played 32 games. He had negative five point seven goal saved above expected, which ranked thirty two, or thirty second, right above UPL. Or I'm sorry, right behind UPL. Which means if we can expect Thatcher Demko to play better than UPL, I think that Vancouver would make the playoffs. Huh. I'm I'm trying
1: to think here. If ah, I don't know, stuff on a side. vancouver's such a weird team. To to your Demko point, he's been hurt by poor performance in front of him the last few years yeah so underachieving is expected um
0: and like part of the problem with vancouver also is that we talk about jt miller like he's bad but jt miller is just really overpaid
1: yeah i don't think we talk about him like he's bad most of the time i hear people talking about him it's like why hasn't vancouver moved him moved him and just went full rebuild
0: okay but li- li- listen to these top two lines anthony bevillier elias petterson Andre Kuzminsko, not a bad top line, especially with Elias Patterson, pretty good player. Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Um, and then their second line, uh, who cares if they left wing? Uh, J.T. Miller and Brock Besser. Are these last year's lines? These are projected. Projected. So they they project that
1: Bavilia is going to be on the first. What website? Yeah. What website are you looking at?
0: Daily Faceoff. Daily Faceoff. Okay. J.T. Miller, Brock Besser, mm-hmm. second line. That's pretty yeah. solid. Mm-hmm. Defensive pairing: Quinn Hughes. And uh, Carson Soucy, pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty solid. That's a good offensive top line.
1: They also got Philippe Peronic.
0: Yeah, playing with Ian Cole, mm-hmm. who – no opinions on Ian Cole, I'll be honest. Um, Tyler Myers on their third line, he's Ta- bad. He's a fucking
1: um, – yeah. <laughs> bum. Talk about a guy who does
0: not use his size. But their, first, their, their top power play unit is going to be able to have uh, Miller, Kazminko, uh, Bavillier, Pedersen, Hughes. There's some nice pieces there. There's some nice pieces there. But like every one of their lines,
1: especially their top two, I'm like, okay, I like, I like that guy and that guy. And it's like, all right, where's the third piece I want to see on it? Yeah. I feel like sometimes I feel like they're missing that, that other piece. Um,
0: but they, here's, here's the important thing. Okay. They have top line players on multiple lines. Hmm. Like Pedersen is a top line player. JT Miller is probably a top line player on some of the 32 teams. Oh, definitely. Like what? 12 teams, he'd be a top line player? Yeah. Yeah. He's second-line center.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe they should move him to wing, but – or no, that's what they did last year, right? They moved him to wing, and that hurt him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But Petterson's like – Patterson might be like a top-20 player in the league. Nah. He's really fucking good.
1: Top, for sure a top-20 center in the league.
0: Well, yeah, I would hope so.
1: Yeah, me too, right? <laughs> that's a good point.
0: <laughs> um, What were the odds you're getting on this again? Plus 114 at plus money. Plus money to make the playoffs, they just have to be better than uh Seattle and Winnipeg last year. In fact, they don't have to be better than Seattle and Winnipeg. They have to be better than Seattle or Winnipeg last I'm, year. I'm going to go Bill
1: Simmonsy on this one and say if that get got to more like plus 176, I'd be
0: in. That's a huge jump.
1: It is, yeah. I got anything on the uh the north side of plus 150, then you could get me to go.
0: Okay. I'll keep an eye out for it. Keep on, if that that moves a if little bit. If they lose the first game and those odds jump to 150, yeah. I am hammering that.
1: That'd be crazy if an
0: 82-game season, if they lost one game and people were like, whoa. But that's it's the first game. Like, that's you true. talk about what betting markets are going to overreact to. It'll be the first game. Then everyone will forget about futures by, like, 10th game. Yeah. You can get insane, stale future lines partway through hockey season. Yeah. Like, last year, Edmonton, they were, like, plus money. Like... Ten or twelve games into the season. Oh, they rough start, yeah. Yeah, to to make the playoffs. hmm. Just keep keep an eye on this one. Yeah, i keep an eye on this one. This will be the uh the inaugural talent alone. Take a look at this line. Line. Yeah. Frisky. They're your, they're your frisky team. They frisky team. They're your frisky team. You know what? I think I'm willing to declare something. You're gonna declare? I think I'm gonna declare You're gonna Anthony Declare. <laughs> I'm gonna Anthony Declare. My Western Conference team. Vancouver Canucks.
1: Oh wow. Wow, mine, mine are always. Well, I always have a special place in my heart for the Avies, um, but this year I'm kind to of, be watching a lot of Kings.
0: I just I fucking love Elias Patterson, man. Oh, he's so good. And yeah. Quinn Hughes. And two Quinn guys. Hughes. Those yeah. two guys.
1: Players with like young, awesome players, or teams with young, awesome players are like fun ones to watch. Obviously, like I'd rather not watch old Sidney Crosby, even yeah. though, even though he can still do a lot of great things. I'm like, yeah, I've yeah. seen it for a long time. I'm good. The yeah. only
0: the only team that is excluded from that conversation is. I could watch McDavid recital power plays until they're in their mid-60s. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree. All right, ready for my a uh, couple of my leftovers? No, hold on. Okay. Got to sit up. Now I'm ready. Now you ready? Oh, also, I had a player comp for you while you were talking. Oh, let me hear it. Tyler Myers is the Carl Anthony Towns.
0: No. Yes, Tyler Myers is Mary's just so much worse than Towns. Towns now, is an all-star. So
1: now he is, but here's my comparison. Tyler Myers won the Calder, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, he is... Six eight two zero three, but he is fuck's soft. sake soft. <laughs> he does not play like he is 6'8", at all. 6'8"? Yeah, that's what like he won the Calder in Buffalo, and then fans just turned on him really quickly because they were like, "Dude, lay a hit, man. You're big. Like, why are you just getting punked out?" Lumber into him? Yeah, lay some lumber. Yeah, that's my
0: my. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold also, on, he was
1: bo- he was born in Katy, Texas. K A T Y.
0: Um. Cat. <laughs> What's this guy's name oh uh Soderbergh that's my that's my size queen guy big boy um yeah so he is in his second season he might have only played like one or two games last season mm-hmm. no nah, he played more than that he played like six games last season he's on the red wings um all right all oh my right.
1: god they have him and uh cedar yeah six eight, two hundred forty
0: six 246 pounds god damn 246 pounds that man's a horse. He should be playing linebacker in the NFL. What is he he's doing? He's too tall to play linebacker that's in the true. NFL. true. He he's put on another 40 pounds to go play offensive tackle. Please. Yeah. Jesus. Or, you know, actually. He's a big fucker and he's fast. He got that length. He could probably He's get... a big, fast fucker. <laughs>
1: 247. 246. 246.
0: What was his height? 6'8. Uh, 6'8. Six, eight.
1: Six, eight. That dude's probably got good length. Line... Oh, he's weight. 6'8. Yeah. I was going to say he's probably got that length you know, have a good swim move, get around tackles, but that's too tall to even be a defensive end.
0: And he plays wing. On both sides. I feel like if you told that guy to get down in a, like, a, a defensive stance. It's like Jadeveon Clowney. Yeah, Clowney. Looks He's so weird. J. He's like on Clowney. If Jadevian Clowney wasn't a first-round draft. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right, so here's some of my scraps, my leftovers. All right. Feed them to me. Yeah. Baby bird me. Uh, Chew him up, spit him in my mouth. Just for funsies. Make me, ath- make me say thank you afterwards. For funsies, if you are someone who wants to go Devin Levi plus 200 to win the Calder, maybe you want to also tack on Devin Levi to win the Vest plus twenty three hundred.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't take either one of those bets. <laughs> just go full Levi. When is the last time a the won the Calder? See if you can guess it. I'll I, pull it up while you're thinking. I've, um throw, throw out a few guesses here.
1: Nedeljkovic? No, he didn't. He was finished high up. I didn't. Uh
0: harder heart no <laughs> um you're never gonna get this. i'm never gonna get how you're long ago was it
1: 2008 2008 oh my name's coming to me washington capitals
0: no oh i give up it's kind of like the washington capitals what columbus blue jackets
1: i should know this who
0: is it hold on i'm checking one thing Eight. I want to see what this this highlight means. Columbus. Um, he is the. This is also the last player to win the Calder, who is no longer active in the in HL. Wow. Here are the people that won around him. Ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ovechkin, Evgeny Malkin, Patrick Kane, yeah. this goalie, Tyler Meyer, Jeff Skinner, Gabriel Landeskog.
1: I know, I'm gonna know his name when you say it.
0: He's 21 years old. <laughs> Steve Manson.
1: Oh yeah. He did not sustain that success.
0: I Before think. that, Andrew Raycroft,
1: 2003-2004. If you have Croft in your name, you're just meant to be involved in hockey.
0: Except the guy who calls every F1 race. What's his name? Croft. Oh, lame. You can't be just Croft. I don't remember what his first name is, but that's everyone calls terrible. him Crofty because he's British. and Or
1: you're, co- you're, co- doing you're, doing you're supposed thing. to be a tight end.
0: Tyler Croft. Tyler Croft yeah. <laughs> All <laughs> right, so a couple of my leftovers. Who's the Tyler Croft of the NHL? Right, that's
1: that's like the real question here. Uh, the Tomer, the Dactyl, Tage Thompson.
0: I need to take Buffalo betting odds away from you. I know.
1: 42.5 over under on goals, or 40.5 over under on goals, minus 113, basically both ways. Uh, oh, wait, minus 102 for the over. I had him right next to some of my OV numbers, I got him <laughs> mixed up. Uh, minus 102 on the over it's over is that oh my god i said tage and then started reading the Ovi shit uh over under at 42 and a half the over is minus 102 he scored 47 last year
0: yeah i so i was pulling this up um because what i am curious about is what about the year before
1: that was his breakout year he got to 35
0: 38 uh, 38 okay oh that was game plays <laughs> uh yeah 38 goals Oh. yeah 38 38 8, 0. he hasn't had any yet this year no that was his rookie year when he played uh oh, yeah. one game one game his not not rookie year whatever yeah his first game when he came in probably the last game of the season everyone uh, look at this dude. actually
1: it wasn't i think it was early in the season and they were like i don't see it yet
0: They, i don't think they saw it ever until he just fucking broke out
1: two I, years ago he was just keep in mind in the days of your before you started watching
0: uh, uh, watching hockey he was part of the ryan o'reilly deal i do want to put yeah he uh i i i, I said that one game and his not rookie year that's not true he played 65 games oh and he had three seasons earlier for buffalo uh, and then two seasons before that 41 flipped, for yeah. st louis it took forever for all of a sudden like things to click for him he he says that how the fuck is he only 25 years old yeah, he's a, high, he's a high draft pick. And this guy's been playing hockey since 1999. He's only 25 <laughs> years old. He says that because he hit like, such a crazy
1: growth spurt that for like early in his NHL career, it like, took him a while to get comfortable with his body Yeah, see, there.
0: he's the easiest cross-sport comparison.
1: Cause, is he Giannis? Giannis. Yeah, yeah. I, I texted him one time. I was yeah. like, he's like the Giannis. He's like the, the, the unicorn.
0: Just length, athleticism, mm-hmm. and it took a minute because he, he just hit a growth spurt so late. Yeah, now that goes to it. Because um, it's like Giannis, Giannis grew an inch after he was drafted. That doesn't happen in basketball. No.
1: No. Never happens in football, but they get drafted much later. Um, and they're still compressed from all the concussions. Yeah. <laughs> Take all that all those uh, inches off the neck. So the other one we got hanging around out here is some – I'm going to get your opinion on some Vezina odds. Okay. All right. I, I mentioned Levi, obviously. But we got um, – FanDuel is also doing the verse the field thing, but it's a little bit different because mm-hmm. they're doing
0: – Groupings, right?
1: Yeah, they have one they have one group versus the field. And it is Vasi, Shesty, Sorokin, who I couldn't come up with a nickname for. Sorky. 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 And That's the guy that wrote West Wing. And Juicy, UC, Saros. They're minus one twelve. The field is also minus one twelve. Which one would you take?
0: Fuck man, is so weird. I mean Linus Allmark want a fucking Vesna, so yeah, I'd say it's pretty fucking weird. Like I would I would take whatever was plus odds, but nothing yeah. is plus odds. That like, if they did I like FanDuel, I would take that just because it's so fucking random. Mm-hmm. I just feel like you got to go with the field on that. Yeah. Because no. it, it's it's arguable, right? Because, it, you know, Vassi's getting a little up there in age, but Shusterkin and Sorokin are both just going to be dominating in their position for years. Yeah.
1: I'm shocked. If I was FanDuel, I don't know if you can legally do this. Yeah, you can. Because they set the odds. Yeah. So even if the tickets weren't on it, they could still go ahead and. Adjust the odds. I'm shocked they didn't make like those four. The odds a little better. Yeah. Because what they did there was they took four of the five favorites that are at plus six hundred to win it. They kept out Connor Hallebuck.
0: Yeah. I, the assumption there's just got to be what they shut him down and trade him.
1: Yeah. Um. So you like wonder like they left out one of the favorites. That's kind of like their uh, their their cyanide pill out there in the field. <laughs> yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. Like you you take the field you get hellebuck but you also get what if freddie anderson just stands on his head all season or what if some random goalie that you like ottinger yeah what if he stands on his head i like
1: his odds plus 1300 yeah pick a little jakey ottinger
0: what if you get like say that jordan bennington goes to get in one fight in his life and shatters into a billion pieces Mm -hmm. st louis trades for nadelkovich and Nodelkovich just goes weird goalie psyche. Yeah. And has like a 960 save percentage all season.
1: Yeah. I want to change my metaphor. I don't like the cyanide pill one. Now I'm going to say that the field is a Trojan horse with Connor Hellebuck inside of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's much yeah, better. You
0: pull it up and it's just Vasilevsky and UC Soros <laughs> and Eros Jesterkin and Ilya Sorokin staring up. And they're like, what a pretty horse. But what they don't see is one hoss of an American. Right.
1: In there. I like the idea that they're all staying there and they turn to look around like, wait, wait, where's, where's Connor? Where Connor? <laughs> the fuck's Connor? <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, so all five of them are at plus six hundred. Some other ones: Ottinger plus thirteen. I've mentioned Linus Allmark plus seventeen. There's no way that's happening. The, the penis. penis there is no way that happens again.
0: No. No way never. in
1: his, that There's no way. It um, would be
0: more likely that the backup for them. Swayman gets that. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh,
1: Philip Gustavus Gustafsson. Gustafsson. Gustafsson is Gustavson. plus plus eighteen hundred. <laughs> Carter Hart's plus twenty two hundred.
0: I kind of like that. I mean, he
1: started last year really hot and yeah, then came back to earth. That's the
0: thing; like he's he's gonna be good one of these seasons. Yeah. It just it has to overlap with Philly also not just letting him get absolutely shelled.
1: Yeah, I I mean if you really like Swayman, he's plus twenty three. I
0: don't, I don't not actually, like him that much.
1: Uh, if you really like Vancouver, Thatcher is also plus twenty three hundred. That's, that's not a it's bad tempting one for then. you.
0: I I believe in Vancouver an unreasonable amount, and yeah. it's like it's the antithesis of the Bryce Young thing. I'm just dig- digging in my heels now because I have the priors. Like you could start throwing out shit that doesn't make any sense, like, oh, you know, Quinn Hughes, plus nine thousand to win the Norris, and I'd be like, Yeah, easy.
1: Easy, yeah. Yeah. Easy um money. Alexander Georgiev is plus twenty two hundred.
0: All right. Listen, we yeah. we're almost two hours into this podcast. We okay. cannot be talking about Alexander Georgiev. <laughs> sorry, am yeah, Two, that's two hours point. into the podcast. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, so I think that's all I have for my, my leftovers. I just wanted to oh, and one I'm gonna one I might just throw down just for shits and giggles. Uh they have like the the series bets you can do between two teams. Mm-hmm. Um, Buffalo-Toronto series, like, you can bet on the record. Buffalo to sweep the four-game series for the season, plus 2,300. I think I might throw 10 on that. Like for, it, yeah, I'll, I'll throw not, 10 on that right? just for funsies, yeah. We've, we've played Toronto pretty good in the last couple of years, so. Uh,
0: all right, Mike. Uh, before we get out of here, um, getting three picks from you. Okay. We got plenty of time to revise these. Okay. Just top of your head. Mm-hmm. Uh, opening night, Predators at Lightning. Predators plus 180, Lightning minus 220. Your pick?
1: Oh, I can't take the spread.
0: It's one and a half. It's hockey.
1: <laughs> Good point. Uh, I just don't know what Lightning will be. I'll be fun and take the take the taking the Predators. Yeah. Uh,
0: second game: Chicago Blackhawks at Pittsburgh Penguins. Blackhawks plus one eighty. Pittsburgh minus two twenty five. Oh,
1: I guess, but yeah, Pittsburgh.
0: And number three, uh, the unstoppable, the undefeatable, future perhaps past, Stanley Cup champions, Seattle Kraken. Uh, at the Vegas Golden Knights, some jabroni team. Uh, Kraken, plus 152, Knights, minus 184.
1: I mean, I got to stay on brand. After taking their over, the vibes are starting off strong. Seattle walks in to the banner raising night and spanks the Knights.
0: All right. That would pay out a parlay at plus 919. Ooh, not bad. Not bad. All right, Mike, anything you want to talk about before we get out of here? It's Bix. Show so oh, some dicks.
1: Look forward to uh, another one of these in a, probably like, what, a couple weeks for the NBA? Yeah. Should we go?
0: You know, Benton Timberwolves overs.
1: Benton Timberwolves unders.
0: No, no, never. Big <laughs> Cock <box. laughs>